0: This is the Two Dudes Talk Tattoos podcast, a podcast about tattooing so great it'll rip the pants right off your hind end. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Ryan. You can find me online at BetterTattooing.com, the Better Tattooing YouTube channel, or at Instagram. Uh, It's R-I-A-N underscore O-T-H-U-S. My co-host is Brian Matthew, the great artist that he is. You can find him at the Scarlet Veil Tattoo, Tailored Fit Tattoo Gallery, and Brian Matthew Illustrations or Brian Matthew Tattoos, I think, as well. Online. So this week we got something different. No guests. Well, we have we have Mr. Carl and Michael uh coming on the show again. If you remember Carl from previous episodes, the nicest guy in tattooing, you can find him at CarlTattoos.com. And uh Michael runs another podcast I was on a little while ago. After being on it, I me and him just kinda like clicked. He's been a big part of a lot of stuff that's been going on, so you can <coughs> go take a listen to his stuff. It's the K Period I Period D Period S Kids on Drugs podcast. We talk about hallucinogens. Super great dude. All four of us sit down and just kind of talk the shit. We get into pigment chemistry and transparent bandages and just how crazy stuff is. We talk a lot of shit about some stuff and it's a good time. But this is this is our first live stream people. So I'm not even going to take the time to edit it because it came in at around a whopping three and a half hours. So I'm just going to put it out there in the ether and let you all figure it out. Anyways, a word from our sponsor. Ink Master is back with an all-new season on its new home, Paramount+. Plus. Host Joel Madden is joined by judges Nico Hurtado, Ami James, and Ryan Ashley, and guest star Dave Navarro as the master of chaos. Watch as legendary artists go head-to-head for $250,000 and the champion title. The new season of Ink Master is now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. All right, now that's over with, let's get right to homework because since this is our first live stream, I imagine you're not going to want to sit here listening to me flap my gums about a bunch of stuff. So homework this week is go outside one of these days and take a picture looking up. Yes, people, it's that simple. All you got to do is just stop looking at your feet or at your phone. Turn around and actually take a look at what's going on around you. If you have a really cool picture, send it in to us. 2 tattoos at gmail.com. Remember, it's not the number two, it's the word. Which, I mean, maybe we should just get both. I don't know. Also, just pushing this out there again, we have a listener line. 208-696-1828. You can call in, give us some uh, questions if you want them answered, or just let us know what you're thinking. We're always here. I'll even do relationship advice because why Why the hell not? I mean, the phone's there. You want to talk, just hit me up. Anyways, here's our first live stream unedited. If there's any blank spots or me coughing, I apologize. I'm still into the weather and have been for a little while. So compression's good on this one so it shouldn't blow out your eardrums. Anyways, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the end of the show. I decided after all the setup and all the time doing all this, I'm just going to pull a Brian and just be like, let's just fucking wing it. You know, I'm next to do it. No one to come and watch, but we can test the back end on this stuff and see how it fucking goes. It just aim for the absolute bottom of the barrel. You know, that's what I was thinking. Nice. And I'm so fucking sick. I don't even know what to do right now. So I'm, half the time it's just going to be me fucking horking snot out of my goddamn nose, anyways. So, oh. Just smother dicks all over your mustache. <laughs> I did bring I did bring fancy attire to the recording to make sure that we uh we can see me in my my finest. All right. <laughs> I realized that I had forgot
1: all about the mustache thing, and I was like, fuck, <laughs> fuck. and then I was like, I don't know. I got a pink flamingo shirt in the closet. So oh, fuck, that's pretty Pinkful smart Pink flamingo shirt.
0: Yeah, oh, that's great. I'll put on my top hat here again later. It actually putting it on my head hurts my sinuses. I don't know why. So, um, so let's fucking, sounds let's like you just, just have,
1: have
0: sinus infection, seasonal shit.
1: allergies going on.
0: I don't have allergies though, dude. I took a fucking allergy. Problem. Everybody has allergies, even if yeah, they know. don't
1: have allergies.
0: It's not probably yeah. just tree
1: pollen and bullshit. <sighs> I don't know, man. Dude, there was one day <sighs> I walked outside. There was so much pollen in the air that my <laughs> black car was green.
0: Yeah, I know that fucking the Midwest. Just <laughs> fuck. You could just see it going down. Like if you if you go for your jog in the morning, you can yeah. taste it. Yeah, it's fucking nasty. Yeah, it, it <laughs> looked like it was fucking snowing. It was crazy. That's funny. I call it plant hukaki. Yeah, pretty much. I, I made a t-shirt with that. Like, welcome to spring. The plants have all jizzed on my face, but no one really liked it. They thought it was a little bit inappropriate. So, you know. I think my art wasn't as good as what I could have done either. I just literally like drew a tree, going, uh, you know, and then that was it. It was just like, you know, leaves and, anyways. <laughs> I like, you're just like, get fucked, Ryan. Like, don't. Care. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, I was. <coughs> <coughs> Thank you. Go. I have a couple of random tattoo artists now messaging me about the podcast oh. live show thing.
0: Oh. Those are still half full. We're good. Thank you for all the caffeine. Yeah. I love you You oh,
2: need
0: me to do that Okay, I will baby kicks okay, Thank you I'm gonna need to be so fucking caffeinated today To get through this So, mm. That's cool People are gonna fucking come on Maybe I can actually try to get the goddamn thing set up So that we can like have the studio Where people can ask fucking questions You know, it'll populate Inside of it so we can yeah, do I- that Somebody just messaged
1: me. They're like, "Are you guys still doing the live podcast thing?" I have it marked on my calendar. <laughs>
0: that's cool. Right. All right, yeah. Well, it's live on uh, on Facebook right now too, so that's fun. Uh, Instagram, I don't know. We're on that. What's this one? This one's no, 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 no live. On two dudes. Is that what's happening? Yeah. Yeah, dude. We are. We're throughout. There we go. This is live in there. That's on no no. I'm gonna break in the system with that nice one. School.
2: All right, yeah. What's well, live
1: on uh, on Facebook right now
0: too? Do that. Oh, nice. Now
1: I'm watching us live as we talk. <laughs> <laughs> Just break it. <that. laughs>
0: I know that's what I was thinking to do. This is funny as shit. Anyways. Fuck a duck. I don't even care. We're gonna see like I, fucking if anyone is actually watching right now. I think that there is some people fucking watching. Text Brian if you have questions. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I did all the back end work and evidently I didn't do a good job. So that's just what we're dealing with. I should probably put on my lights or light. I got rid of the other lights because it's being a dipshit. Doink, there we go. So everyone can see my beautiful sweaty face. <clears> then <throat> start off our fucking chat bit the every same time I Fucking same question. How was your week, Brian?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Completely off guard. Well, aside from uh, <laughs> the hell out of myself,
0: pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's just a shit. I've seen a lot of flowers. Yeah, That's I've seen. That's strange.
1: I'm, I still have more to draw and more weaves to tattoo later on. Yeah. So nothing but foliage. Apparently fall is just making everyone think flower and leaves. That's fine. Fine by me.
0: Whatever. That's what's going to happen. I know coming up. I've got all these big projects through the summer where everyone wants to do like sleeves, leg sleeves. And I want to do a half a back or a full back. And then fall comes in and everyone just wants to do these little, you know, fine line flowers. I kind of
1: appreciate that though. Like every Uh, once in a while, it's just good to sit down and do some small little tattoos.
0: Yeah, dude. I don't know why oh i fucking Just love that resets the brain yeah there's not a lot of deep thinking of the complexities of like where should this go in relation to that muscle grouping when they're standing here when the sun hits during june you know when they're fucking yoked you know or how's it gonna look when they're 65 <laughs> years old when they lose all that muscle mass it's like fucking back yeah. that's fucking <laughs> the strangest thing right like i
1: see that shit on facebook all the time uh, the posts or memes or whatever the fuck people call them where it's like but what's it going to look like when you're 85? Like, bro, at 85, when you're on dialysis and your bones don't fucking work, <laughs> your muscles don't fucking work, and you're just sitting there regretting every fucking decision <laughs> you've ever made, the yeah. last thing you're going to think about is, do my tattoos look okay? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, yeah, there's dude. so much that you're going to be concerned about. Yeah. It doesn't make
0: any and- sense to me. Ugh.
1: Yeah. And at the same time, you're just going to say fuck it all anyway,
0: because you're 85 and about to die. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Fucking it doesn't matter. Oh, I'm worried about what people are. Am I going to it comes down to am I going to still be fuckable? You know, that's what you're worried about. Are people still going to want to have sex with me when I'm 80? No, you're fucking 80. You might as well look cool. You know, that's just it doesn't make other 80 year olds might want to yeah i've heard that no, at the, at least uh, attempt <laughs> in the uh in the old folks home things get fucking wild and wacky you know
2: yeah there's lots <laughs> of crazy
0: stories about stuff like that God. i don't understand but oh like so i know funny. how my body feels now
1: in oh, yeah. my 30s ryan <laughs> <laughs> oh. like, i can't imagine in my 80s all right, I'm just going to lay in bed and never move.
0: Nah, I'm just going to get a bunch of fucking drugs. You know, that'll be the time when you're just like, fuck it. I've always been wanting to see how long I could stay high on cocaine for, you know, <laughs> just fucking do it. Go check Depends out. Depends on how doctor. much cocaine you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doctors, like, I think you can do it a grandma day. <laughs> all right, fine. <laughs> I want to see like old people raves, right? Where you like have the young people who are all doing <laughs> the fucking stuff, but the other one's just going to be like these fucking old people fucking, oh, fucking feeling so good. Fucking- grinding up on each other. We got the orderlies in the back with the fucking Metamucil and stuff. It's just walkers snapping into each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy! (laughs) Now that
1: we have our retirement plan figured
0: (laughs) out. It's just fucking getting there now. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to make it to retirement. I think the government's going to fucking kill me first. I have all this fucking tinfoil hat shit going on. They want to get rid of all of us poor people. Middle-income people are going to become the new poor people. Upper class can become the middle class, and the fucking elites are going to stop and roll serfs. Who wants a tattoo? That? Hopefully.
1: I mean, yeah. that's just the only way to do it. Mm-hmm.
0: Easiest way to stop. You, global you need warming. three
1: classes, right? So you, you have to have the poor class, uh, the middle class, <sighs> and the upper class. You can't mm. have six classes like what we have going on right now. Like we have dirt poor, we have poor, yeah. we have <sighs> middle class, we have upper middle class, we have Upper class.
0: We <laughs> just try to but stick it government. like with India. <laughs> Let's go back to how India was. just <laughs> people who've never set foot inside the house for ten generations, begging on street corners. Out of fucking heat and Delhi. you like tattoo shit.
1: artists mm-hmm. are their own class because a tattoo artist goes from being dirt poor to upper class in a day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> tattoo
1: waits every week. Oh,
0: I know, dude. That's so, so you're fucking funny. Piss
1: broke. And then like three days later, you're like, fuck, man. I got like five grand in my pocket. <laughs> and then, you know, another five days later, you're just piss pissed broke again.
0: Piss broke. Yeah. The the epitome of paycheck to paycheck, but just like with the extremes, right? <laughs> this is just an outlier existence. Oh, that sucks. I would say I'd like be like you. You have a savings account. You know, you probably have a couple. That works. I got kids. So I think we like, have like four. You do see that's so <laughs> if I could. My old savings account was a cardboard shoebox. I would just like take my cash, throw it in there, <laughs> put it under the bed. When it fill up, I'd be like, all right, time to spend it. And then, you know, I'd just go out, do stupid shit, and then start the process over, which was dumb. My wife told me, like, she's like, why don't you just like put it into yeah. like a fucking, you know, page, go credit card or some shit and just let it sit. It's like, fuck. Or a bank account.
1: I do this wow. thing. I, I spend money like once every two months aside from gas and sometimes food. Yeah like just once every two months go find some shit that's on sale or on a deal or something you know if you want to like cuz everybody has this thing where like they shop because they are they want to feel like they're successful or happy or yeah. something you know so you got to go buy something for yourself retail therapy so like, <laughs> right yeah uh, but i just go find the nicest looking thing that's the cheapest hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, dude. And just go spend something on just a little bit, right? Like, it doesn't have to be yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. that would.
1: It's enough to trick your brain into thinking that you did something successful that day. Your brain's like, fuck yeah, we're living the high <laughs> life. I <We> just <laughs> bought like a $20 pair of food. There
0: you go. I just bought two flats of Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Look at me. I'm fucking stockpiling and preparing food. What up?
1: Well, that's the best, man. If you can hit up Aldi with like 400 bucks,
0: yeah. you're living my like royalty. Uh, I wish that would be so fucking nice. (laughs) I get Cassie in the background. Good morning, Cassie. Good afternoon. (laughs) You always text
1: me good morning, and it's always the
2: afternoon. afternoon. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Drives me. It's I understand that there's a time zone difference, but it's always a pet peeve. That's why I always have to respond back. Good afternoon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Let me see if I've got. They have to figure out what's this. If you stream a custom live streaming service, what's going on with this? Is this right? Yeah. We're live. Well, that's good. I don't know if this is actually working right or not, but I guess we'll fucking see if people have got the link. I don't know exactly what's going on with this stuff now. I think I might have to start it and then restop it. I don't know. What do you think I should do? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either, dude. Huh? It says we're live Well, I don't know anything else that's going on with this stuff so I can't evidently get into a to the thing here the studio as what it says, which is fucking whatever but oh uh, <clears throat> all right, as soon as you're done with your phone, then I'll fucking I got a question for you actually this week some a talking point we'll see what happens with it I'm All right. Answer,
1: get just pulling up the live stream so i can see when and if people comment
0: just whatever that just makes sense pulling yeah up the live stream so i can, see. Oh, I can totally hear you <laughs> oh there we go <laughs> so <laughs> yeah questions questions for the fucking day dude i have been fighting with tattooers almost non-stop this entire week about and I know we've talked about aftercare a lot, but I, like, it's just been, of course, like aftercare stuff. But I, I don't know if you have an idea. I've created like this idea or, or, of why this occurs, but like, like I try to explain to people, like there's, there's a different way that you can take aftercare. You don't just have to hand them a card, which a lot of people have been fighting with me about. They're like, I'll just hand you a card. This is how you take care of it. God save you, you know. I mean, I always had said, like, maybe you should try to adapt it to the person, you know, like aftercare back in the 70s was just because, you know, there's like Gary from Gary, Indiana on the hog, you know, riding around with the sunburnt arms comes in to get a fucking eagle on his arm. He's like, This is sick as shit, gets out, fucking just keeps on fucking riding, you know. <clears throat> this shit never healed. So they started to like say, Hey, this is how you're gonna heal your skin. But now you have like everyone like taking care of their skin. They use like exfoliating scrubs and puffs and fancy soaps and lotions and all this shit. Uh, generally, I see people's skin is like healthier than you know what it was before. So I'm saying like you know, lathering a bunch of fucking A and D ointment or aquaphor all over a wound is not smart. And they fucking fight, 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 fight. They get super pissed. And I don't know if you under like what's your opinion on why they fight so fucking hard on this shit.
1: I don't even understand the question. What are people fighting about? They're fighting about different types of aftercare?
0: <clears throat> yeah, it's just the fact that like you can have multiple different aftercares that you could apply to a person depending on who they are as opposed to just having one blanket rote, you know, thing to hand out.
1: I always, okay, so like if we're going to break it down to like a uh, tattoo artist A is yeah. only pushing one specific thing Then like, there's also half a notion there that like maybe they're just trying to sell this one product because they want to get like sponsored or something fucking stupid by this one company. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've never been a person to be like, you have to use this one fucking shit, do it this one way. (laughs) Like, I literally tell most of my clients, you can hear what I do five hundred different ways. I can't tell you exactly what to do because. You know, I don't know your blood type or any of this bullshit, et cetera. Like yeah, just try it this way. And if it doesn't work, we'll try something else. <laughs> Whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I've just got this other people and it's maybe it's just like like false equivalencies with stuff, right? They'll they'll have well my my shop does all custom work. As one of the justifications as to why their tattoo aftercare works, which I'm like, that doesn't matter, right? We don't advertise <laughs> on social media. That's why our aftercare works. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense either. That's that's a that's not equivalent, you know? <laughs> How does social media affect your aftercare? That's just bizarre. <laughs> yeah, no, there's false equivalencies throughout, right? And then they just argument, 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 and then it's just go fuck yourself. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> All right. The general. <laughs> I get that a lot though. So I mean I'm kind of accustomed to it now. It used to bother me and I'm like, nah, whatever. Uh tattooers are so fucking petty on average, right? So uh, they'll sit there and if you confront them with something even science or otherwise, they're just like, I ah, get fucked. You don't know what you're talking about. You're the only no one does that. Okay. I guess that right, works. If anything
1: you're saying is just different than what they thought, then yeah. you're
0: the one that's wrong, obviously. That's always how that works, right? Maybe I should be fucking drinking water because I'm sick instead of coffee. Fuck it.
1: Ugh. Depends on your coffee. I mean, if it's just black coffee, you're probably fine. If you got a bunch of sugar and shit in there, you're just feeding whatever
0: it's just going on. Got a little bit of nut milk. <laughs> 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 it just makes me feel dirty saying that. Got nut milk in my coffee and a little bit of uh, agave syrup. Just a tiny bit. No, No refined, I guess it's kind of refined, but no refined white sugar. Pussy, there's some whiskey in there. <laughs> oh, I can't, dude. I can only imagine if I got happy. Maybe I should have Marie bring me out a couple of shots. Maybe that would actually work. Or a glass of wine. That's normally how we fucking record, anyways, right? Should I get fucking red wine drunk at 12 o'clock <laughs> in the afternoon? <laughs> that might be fun. Fuck it. Let's do it. I mean, that. there's never a wrong day to be day drunk, uh, right? Yeah, I'm writing to Marie right now. So, can you bring out a? I'm totally glass. down for that of red wine i gotta get in the mood there we go that'll work 70s porno music plays in the background bow, 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 bow. just got this huge bush when i stand up hello <laughs> i don't know why i made a fucking middle eastern accent there evidently lebanese that's not problematic at all that's all right um jesus wept i'm going to hell that's fine <laughs> so uh we can't fight about that so what's some of the other fights I've been having with people it's just about basic stuff right like do you remember hand-drawn stencils back in the day you get the purple yeah. copy and just fucking you do everything by hand did you think that that was a good do every once in a while yeah large-scale crazy I shit think
1: anything that involves line work is just good practice so like if you have to draw your shit and then you have to line your shit then if you're hand stenciling your shit, by the time you get to tattooing the thing, it's Ooh. so muscle memory that you could just do that shit with your eyes closed.
0: Yeah, you I know. Do. Or
1: at least that's, that's the general thought behind the idea.
0: Yeah, which makes sense. Fucking kind of does, doesn't it? Doesn't make any weight. What's I don't that? like the
1: idea of doing it large scale because, like,
0: fuck, that takes. Do <laughs> you remember doing that shit? What the fuck is going on? I'm getting a bunch of bings and dongs and dings and shit. I don't know. Oh, I don't know what's going on either here. Maybe it's people commenting on, <laughs> on us and I just can't fucking see it. We don't know how to run a live stream, people. We love you, but fucking this is just not going to happen. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I was fighting with somebody because they were like, well, you know, it's fine if you're doing, you know, hand-drawn stencils for simple things. But don't do it for more complex stuff like mandalas. Like, that's fucking stupid. If you can't draw it, you can't tattoo it. So I guess yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, well, evidently you can't draw mandalas. <laughs> Why are you telling people not to do it? Just use a stencil. Like you're automatically conflicting off this. The person's just losing his fucking mind. <laughs> it's like I don't get it. Just do it all. Just start off. I think like the first year, the stencil machine I just wouldn't do it because I'm lazy. Yeah, but I mean, we've got years and years (laughs) in, right? So, oh, here comes the red wine. Thank you, my love. I found that it's just not really normal if I'm not getting half drunk. Uh, Yeah. Don't condone alcoholism. I like that your preferred vessel for your booze and alcohol is always a mason jar. Yeah, dude. One, we got kids. Two, we always buy all that organic stuff. And it comes in good, thick glasses. Like, this is a a jar for for pickles, right? So you just fucking use it. If it breaks, who gives a damn, right? But we get a nice variety of glasses. They're good to go. We do not have fancy somewhere. Yeah, we don't have nice plates. We don't have any of that stuff. Kids, like, literally, I tried to have the 10-year-old clean off one of his plates, and he was like, and he just, like, whipped it across the kitchen into the fucking sink and broke, like, four glasses. I'm like dude like what are you doing he's all oh I thought it was a frisbee or something i'm like jesus all right well
1: yeah i'm a fucking prude man like depending on what i drink it has to be in the right glass where i won't fucking drink it mm. I, I, it's like more of my imagination than anything but like i'm not gonna pour brandy in a coffee cup it just doesn't
0: work you know <laughs> don't like drinking out of tin cans does it have to be glass
1: yeah because you can taste the tin you know it it ruins the flavor
0: I know a dude who's just like that. He'll just get pissed. Dr. Pepper has to be in a glass vessel. I'm like, it's Dr. Pepper who gives a fuck. Drink it out of the bottle. <clears throat> the plastic? Yucky. Oh, I'm already sweating like a beast. I think it's about 100 degrees in here. Alcohol helping cool me nice. off. Oh, let's see. Did we you get all your... a couple of people jump on and back off? Oh, that's cool. I haven't seen, I don't know how to work this anymore. I just give up now figure we're just going to hang out talk about some fucking shit and just you know pray to the gods of whatever that this is actually going to be good enough for us to make a fucking podcast today (laughs) Uh, sorry so like let's see here like uh what other things i've I've just been fighting with people i I don't even know what else is happening this week i didn't get a chance to work too much because we're on vacation which was really really nice But it's one of those things, you know. Take it. We haven't been able to take a vacation for three years, and everyone's like, "Oh, celebrations!" You know, thank God that you get to go out and do this, and you know, great until the day that you get back, and they're like, "Hey, motherfucker, I've got to get my shit done right now." God, can I have like five minutes to get in the door before I start getting peppered with, you know, fucking message requests? Can we get in? Can we do this? I want to do this right now. Okay, well no can like i just need a couple days and then i got sick and people are like this isn't working for me it's somebody who's you know needs to get in now because they live in utah and they're in town for like x amount of days i'm like man i'm fucking i don't feel good like i gotta get my fucking tattoo done all right let's figure something out i'm trying to drive up for you before the uh before the end of the week weekend monday tuesday whatever doing that now but do you ever get that stuff, or you're you're probably not as accommodating, or are you as accommodating? Or I don't like... take vacations. Oh no,
1: no, I don't think I've had anything remotely close to a vacation since. Well, I guess the COVID pandemic when they forced us to stop working. That was. So but nice. even then, I just worked all the way through that.
0: So. Oh yeah, you are just doing art and shit the whole time too, hey. Right. <clears throat> I planted a garden.
1: Like conventions are essentially my vacation. So mm. I just travel to somewhere else and do my job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that just, that qualifies as vacation time for us. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I got a bunch of people ask me to come out and do some stuff right now. And I was like, I don't want to go out and do a convention yet. I just haven't been feeling good all year. I don't want to go through the travel again. You know, like there's one that's like eight hours away from home. People are like, you should come out. It's going to be great. I'm like, I don't fucking, I don't think I want to right now. No, thank you. So, like you
1: should pay me.
0: Yeah, well, I'm fucking coming out to yours, you know, but that's different. We're a team. I did get yeah, my banner. I was going
1: to say, I, I don't think it counts.
0: No, no it doesn't. <laughs> I did get my banner. It's it's just as glorious as I thought it would be. Actually, that company that you guys sent me it, like prints it out really, really well. <laughs> so it's kind of cool. Yeah, we've been going through them for like eight years or something. Oh, shit, hey. Eh? Fucking hell. Ugh. Are we supposed to run our ads right now? Bankmaster's back with a brand new competition. Fuck it. I don't care. Let's just see how this goes. I'll implement it into <laughs> stuff. We got sponsored Master people. Go watch the show. Maybe it's good. Who fucking knows? Uh, doubt, it. <laughs> doubt it. There's a cut point for the fucking episode right there. You know, fucking right into it. And then we'll fucking cut out right here. And we'll be like, yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I wonder if that's good for advertising. We sit there and say, like, you know, oh yeah, they're back. People be like, oh, Ickmaster's back. Yeah. They're doing the exact same fucking thing they did before.
1: Yeah. The, the description thing says something about like endurance and et cetera. Like all this shit that I'm, I'm trying to wrap my brain around. Like, is it about tattooing or is it more like survivor on an island?
0: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. And I don't understand the people that got in there. Like, like we both like having, having Dave Navarro on the show back and forth just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. I don't like that guy. He's goofy and he's creepy. You know, like I wouldn't want to around my daughter, you know? Right. It's just really creepy. Or your son around anyone he's just kind of would you imagine running into him in the grocery store and he's just like walking around like a fucking wraith you know i want some beat the bix or something it's fucking weird how much more count dracula can that motherfucker get the older that he gets like there has to be a spot in your head where it's like hey you hit 60 fucking let it go bud go relax you can't be valid for the rest of your life it's just anyways he's not even damn well tried though i guess he's got those fucking hook tattoos on his arm i did suspensions Well. Whilst you're rich who cares there's no spiritual awakening <laughs> for you it's just like fucking hari krishnas or some shit walking around you never see one with a ton of money and if you do it's fucking weird you know just like rolling with it's a Rolex it's easy to be like enlightened quote yeah. unquote
1: if you're wealthy right <laughs> because you also don't have to give a shit about a lot of real world consequence <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that was with a fucking like Albert, Dr. Spencer last week, right? When We were like talking and he's like, all of these people who are these great philosophers were rich as fuck. And it was like, well, right, of course. Yeah. I could sit there and ponder the deeper meaning of things because I don't have to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> the plight of the common human aside. But at least all of them did have like mental problems, right? They were like severely depressed or in like chronic agony, like the one guy who had like a fucking spinal infection when he was younger. So that meant that he was just like in this constant chronic pain until he committed suicide. I was like, well, he did have something to, I guess, identify what was going. Oh, and he got dumped. That was the other thing. Inevitable permanent heartache from back in the day. Evidently, my money and my good looks could not get me someone special. That's fact, let's just stay in Copenhagen and be fine. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I know, right? Anyways, I don't know where we're going with that stuff, but I'm glad to see the wine's already starting to loosen up my fucking brain. Um, <sighs> I was going to say,
1: well, like, generally we do that like, we do like a half hour or 45 minutes is just bullshitting, bullshitting, and then it somehow just turns into
0: an episode. Yeah. So I feel like. This is just the bullshit. This is just the bullshit. Yeah. If anyone is watching, you want to come back in fucking 30 minutes, we'll be getting into the fucking deal. Yeah. Which is fun. It's just kind of us Apparently, hanging out and talking stuff. I'm the only viewer. I don't know what's going on with this. <laughs> Should I try to restart the whole fucking thing? Let's I don't know do if it. That
1: matters. I'm gonna try to like share it somehow, maybe. Huh. Can I do that? Is that a thing?
0: I don't even know, dude.
1: Oh, I can share it. Nice. Huh. Oh, but it's it's making me share as two dudes instead of
0: oh. me. I gotcha.
1: So you can click share, copy link.
0: <sighs> there we go. I'll go to my page and post the link oh yeah that i just don't know how to do this i don't know why it's still going it looks like that's kind of fun we have 52 viewers on holy shit wow on no no hi no no i wasn't expecting no no i have no fucking clue it's just some fucking live gaming (laughs) thing (laughs) <laughs> people evidently want to listen to us talking shit there so hi everyone we don't we can't see any of your messages but if you want to give us money maybe we'll sit there and show you pictures of a horse being flagellated by a duck um you yeah, know, no going. idea what's going on <laughs> I, I fucking i dude i had it running smooth yesterday i ran it for five hours put up a bunch of our recordings doing other stuff it was fantastic and now i don't know what the fuck i'm doing so oh carl called me at 1 30 apparently i missed his phone call Oh, yeah, he's going to be on it in a little bit. He sent me a message. He said he's going to get his kiddo on and then he'll just fucking come in. We can rely on Mr. Carl to come in and add some positive vibes to things. Ugh. Fucking hell. <laughs> trying to think of this stuff, dude. Like there's, there's been so many weird things happening, and I've been trying to keep my ear down to social media stuff. But um, oh, who's that? I talked to Dr. John again, the pigment stuff he uh he got a lot of things going out a ton of a ton of publications recognition i think he's had an interview with like 60 different journals and like news outlets and stuff over the past couple of weeks because he finally publishes results and oh my fucking god he's like his website's down oh yeah so i like i wrote him an email well, is
1: it down that. because they're just updating and editing or is it down because they just got no
0: loss and so that's thank you That's where my brain is at. I'm like, did he just stop wanting to get emails? He's like, fuck this, dude. You know what I mean? Because we post up a ton of stuff and we like hammered him. I I think in the intro of like, was it the last episode? Maybe the one before. I was like, just give him an email. Here's his fucking website. Go there. And I'm like, oh, that might have fucking not been very good. Sorry, Dr. John. But uh, (laughs) it's fucking down. And so that's the point. Is he being fucking (laughs) sued, right? And not by one of like the fucking pigment companies. But what if it was like by the fucking pigment producers? I guess it's like so funny. Of, I mean, like by Dow Chemical or something. Still
1: <laughs> kind of funny. Go yeah, we'll of... have him back on the show and tell us all about
0: it. Oh golly, that'd be <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> I put it up a while ago and it's just like, I wonder if he's okay, man, because he's not. He's not good right now. I don't think. You know, <clears throat> may have just gone fucking dark rogue mode. You know, just waiting to see what happens. But I read some of the initial stuff, which I can't find it now. But when I did get the uh, the initial thing, I read through. I didn't save it because it was a dipshit. And it's the the properties inside of the inks that he tested are worse than what was released in the EU it's like bottom of the barrel no. bullshit over here. And like the better quality air quality stuff was going into fucking like Europe and Canada and, you know, even fucking Russia and shit like that. Right. Which is fucking wild. Cause I always <laughs> had this idea in my head. They got three tiers of the pigment stuff. So he's got to have three tiers, right? You get the top quality stuff. They'll send to the places that got regulation to tell them to get fucked. And we'll get the second tier stuff is for people who have some regulations and need to get some other stuff. And then you have the shit that gets sold online. Right. Because they used to say, remember, it was like, oh, the fucking, these are imitation bottles of X brand pigment. We don't sell right. online. It's only to professionals. That's slowly gone away, hasn't it? It's like over the past 10 years, like, yeah, fuck it.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Allegory was the first one I noticed that broke that mold. No shit. Because you could, you could just hop on Amazon and like Allegory Inc. was like one of the first people that would just be, oop, here's some fucking tattooing that you yeah. can just buy on Amazon fuck yeah, it was the system um, Starbright, <laughs> and think then was now the other one? right and then now yeah. like you can go online and pretty much buy fucking anything on amazon
0: uh,
1: but yeah it, like any tattoo supply you can think of is on amazon now
0: mm.
1: and it's pretty terrifying because like a 14 year old can hop on amazon and buy tattoo shit now
0: yeah, it's fucking wild. I've been I've been joining those groups on Facebook, Reddit. You know, <laughs> yeah, good luck. Crazy, be to you. And I've been noticing like there's a couple groups on on Facebook and Reddit for these. You know, I just bought a tattoo kit off Amazon and I need help. They have tens of thousands of people joining them, <laughs> right? And they're all giving advice back and forth about what's going to work for them and what doesn't. And I've been on them and I've actually been spending a lot of time the past couple of weeks just to see what would happen. It's a bit of a test. If I were to give them real science and explanations about some stuff that happened.
1: They're like, whoa. I just want to like, (laughs) I just wish you could go like in person and see the whole group collectively. (laughs) You know, like you just just walk up to the group and be like, so how's it going? Yeah. Yeah, like, tell me about what's happening right here in your life. Yeah, it'd just be worth it. Like just just all the hundreds of thousands of high school kids that are buying tattoo shit offline.
0: Going there, taking like, classes off. All of you thought this was a great idea. that's so fucking. It doesn't make any sense. Like I know that there were stop checks involved I mean, or to begin with. More power to them. Well. Yeah, if they can make it, it might as well. I mean, it's mildly democratized, but it seems like the people who are capitalizing off the information now, like that, I fucking hate the tattooing one-on-one people. I'm gonna try to sell them my website. Um, just because, I thought that would be funny. Um, <clears throat> if I did, that's just like, I hey, keep me up for three years, I'll help you with all your lesson plans. That's fine. They pay me six figures, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Um, but like, you get this go and they, they give me a free tour of whatever their stuff. And the information they gave on there is all wrong. You know, so there's like all of these people who are spending thousands of dollars on these online portals trying to get an education. And then like when they come out, they're like, I know how to tattoo. And it's like this weird, like the Oregon tattoo school stuff, right? They haven't even taken right. a fucking bloodborne pathogens course, which like, I mean, bullshit, of course, right? Like those are nothing. But they haven't even fucking done that. And then they just go home, start tattooing their friends on their fucking chaise lounge with like microfiber, you know, whatever <laughs> stuff. There's a dog licking the tattoo while they're gone. They're like, I fucking get this shit. And it's like, chill the fuck out, man. This is a lot more complex than what that dork, you know, who bought this website and is trying to monetize it is actually telling you is going on. Just slow down. You know, or tattooing fake I mean, skin. Well, anyways, I'll get into that in a second. What's your I'm take on that? Though, like, <laughs>
1: in, in my opinion, you know, it only helps the tattoo industry in a way because what you get is you get a large collective of people that are just god-awfully fucking everything up, <laughs> right? So they're, they're generating a whole new spectrum of tattoo clients.
0: Yeah, dude. Yeah, actually. Isn't that funny? You think about that one. It's
1: it's almost like it's technically generating a new respect for tattoo artists because, like, once you've sat there for a year, just fucking your shit up and making it look terrible, you're just going to sit back and go, Wow. So these other tattoo artists, they're like really good. (laughs) You know, so
0: (laughs) keep going. (coughs) We kind of had that for a while, didn't we, before? Like in the mid aughts or something, when there was the Renaissance going, where there was like a steep divide. I remember I was in. I was in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and there was a shop that opened up down this place from where I was working, which is like fucking straight up a street shop. I, I don't know. We were just putting out stuff, you know. It wasn't good, wasn't bad. It was just kind of fucking stuff. Oh, here comes Carl. Hey, Carl's um, on. So we're putting it out, and then there's a shop down the street that opened up. It was called Tramp Stamp Tattoos. Nice registered business name. Motherfucker, slate too. I mean, but the work they're putting out, woofa <laughs> doofa, buddy. My gosh, Carl's camera's not working. Carl's mic's not working either. Carl's getting set up. I bet you he's gonna be in his fucking fancy car. You know he's gonna look all good. He probably had a shower. You know he's gonna be like you You guys. I'll get just cut my hair this morning. I know. I was gonna say it looks nice, dude. Did you get new headphones too? No, same old. What's Ones fucking things. Oh, there's the dude. My PlayStation. Yeah. Here comes Mister Carl. Hi, buddy. Here we go. He's connecting to audio still. Look at that fucking... I don't know if he's at home. That's a nice setup. It's so clean and tidy. Once again, we're going to have all you professional people who are doing everything you're doing, and it's fantastic. <laughs> and we can look behind you, and it's just like this glorious, balanced, well-done stuff. And the behind me, it looks like somebody fucking threw up, you know? <laughs> it's fucking weird. Fucking weird. Ooh. I don't know. Where is it going to go with that other thing there? So we got... What were we Carl, is your about? audio working? No, it's, he's connecting again right now. Mm. Oh, there. Now he's connected. Can you hear us, Mr. Carl?
3: Yeah, I can, man. It was some of
0: this Zoom thing. That's how we roll. I figure why not just on, put dude. everything on Zoom. Nothing much. How you doing,
1: Brian? And Ryan? Boys?
0: Boys. Living the dream.
1: <laughs> I Burnt the hell out of my armor last night. Why So, did you do that for? <laughs> you know, every once in a while, you think things are just going to be fun, um, and they're not fun. It's only one way to learn. Pour some hot yeah. ass oil on your arm. <laughs> That's the
0: way to do it. That'll do it. Fight club all of a sudden feel nice and alive. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah. You only know you're alive if you're dying. Honey. Oh. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Oh goodness! Got the little one behind you,
3: eh? Yeah, Damn. she's right here. Hi hey there! Welcome
0: to the show. She's the producer. <laughs> she's the producer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's cool, ma'am. How's stuff been going for you, Mister Carl? You got the move all done. Everything's all good for you, dude.
3: Yeah, man, I got moved. Um, mm-hmm. Life's been pretty great. It's been pretty great lately, actually.
0: You look um, healthy busy. as fuck nice. bro uh, do i yeah you look all fucking like hey what's up you know like Yeah. It's nice. yeah buddy oh that's nice yeah man <laughs> i eat relatively good uh, we should move our fucking stuff so that you and brian can be at the top of the streaming screen right now and i can be underneath so we can put the healthy boys together and then the dude who's drinking red wine at noon.
3: Oh, man. <laughs> just to replace that with water and fall off your bike a bunch, that's pretty much what I do.
0: <laughs> uh, I can't ride a bike right now. I'm too fucking old. If I if I had a bike and I fell, that'd be it.
3: I, that's how it kind of is for me a little yeah. bit.
0: Do you what? fall? I, like So I've never been... So have you ever seen a dog drop from a fucking heights, like off of a couch if you try to just like, hey, buddy, jump, and then the dog just goes and it's like a big it's just not pretty right a cat jumps off a couch and so it's like live and lands and everything you know it gets fucked up they just meant to do it i am a dog so i didn't so know I'm if you're writing a bike you, you don't own a dog anymore <laughs> no. is that what happened wait what i do i
3: don't own know if you can dog. live stream that
0: wait what oh if i was throwing a dog no no, no i had border cards dude They'd be fucking sitting on the back of the couch and just go boop and then they wouldn't judge the fucking ground. They go, oh shit. And then they just eat shit, slide, get up and be like, yeah, keep fucking going. What they were young. They
3: don't don't have much leg to catch them though, either.
0: No, that's me. I'm all shoulders. My legs just I taper in like a fucking triangle. You know, I got little tiny feet too. (laughs) Know that, man. How <laughs> do you fall gracefully on your bike? Do you ever do like that? You see some people when they they eat it, they just like fucking roll out of it and like get up on their feet and then you know they just like walk away, like, oh fuck, that sucked, you know?
3: Usually I skateboarded for a long time. So I I know how to fall. Oh. But I mean, I'm also I I take a lot of calculated risks. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to approach something that I have no idea if I can or can't do nine Uh, times out of 10 they
0: You're just going to send it? Let's be like, oh, let's see what's over. We don't even need to check the clearance on this, buddy. Let's just go. (laughs) (laughs) Go fill it up in the sink. (coughs) What Carl's saying is he does not want to
1: go to the outdoor bike park.
3: (laughs) No, I definitely do. I trust that way more than I trust concrete. I'm just surrounded by concrete. So that's... That's easier. I spilled I didn't even spill the other day. That's the thing is you hurt yourself. Like I didn't fall, but I still hurt myself, saving myself from a fall. I like oh, was trying to ride across like a like there, there's like a wedge to wedge and then a flat for Ryan. I don't know how much skate park experience you have, but I manualed across the flat part and I went to hop back in and just absolutely lost it. Yeah. And Ugh. drilled my knee and I, I ran out of it, but it was not pretty.
0: Oh hey,
3: give me one second, boys. I gotta set my daughter up.
0: Yeah, yeah. No worries, dude. I'm gonna try to figure out what the fuck we were talking about too. I don't even remember. I was complaining about tramp stamp tattoos and then fucking shit went sideways. I wish we had the fucking chat thing because people who are watching, they could be like, Hey, you were talking about this, you fucking idiot. And I'd be like, Oh yeah, that's right. there's live chat on
1: the facebook oh yeah is there i mean nobody's commenting
0: but it's available oh shit i didn't even oh there is isn't there oh well whatever fucking every one of you rock if you're doing this stuff i don't give a shit um trying to think like (laughs) it's complaining about tattooing i don't know i guess that's the same thing we went to that's basically what we do every day oh pigment sales online I think that's what we were getting into, and then things I tore it right off towards the fucking heart rate of yeah, the kitchen embankment. Ah, uh, that that that. Oh yeah, fucking beginners being able to buy anything on Amazon. This has been bothering me so much, and I think that there is an untapped, like like space that we could operate in, dude. You know what I mean? Bring them on the show. Like
1: we're just gonna start ask questions, selling things on Amazon, or are you saying ask the
0: Ooh. like kitchen wizards? <laughs> That's actually kind of smart, dude. Why don't we start a fucking Amazon store? We have you and because we fucking, have nothing to sell. I'll fucking I can manufacture the shit. You create the artwork for the fucking sales, and then we'll have Carl's pretty face like go out and fucking hawk it. It'll be great. <laughs> we sell the shit out of that Me, stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you sit over on the couch, buddy? We just do that. We could just be like, "Hello, all you kitchen magicians! Welcome to the tattoo Store. <clears throat> Look at the Carl. Carl uses this stuff, and he says it's good. Okay." <laughs> It just makes some money. Oh, see,
1: Isabel just commented on there and said, do it.
0: Mm. Yeah. Okay, see, so that works. I can't lift my arms up too much because it's like <laughs> literally there's a hundred fucking degrees in the old garage today. And I'm sick. Pie a fan. So I bought a couple fans. I did. I bought a couple fans. I've got this, I've got this fucking big fan down here <laughs> that I could hook up, but it's insane. But I took the other ones, we have like this tower fan. And the baby's seen it in here, and they're like, "Yay!" So they wanted to have it in their room. So I was like, "All right." I bought another fan, like this big, like floor one. You know, it's like a commercial. You can hang it on the wall. It's fucking great. Babies seen it. They're like, "We want the fan." I'm like, "Yeah, okay." So every time I get something, I've got to give it to the kids. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, that's all right." I I've got the garage door cracked. The sun's beating down on the back the slate here. You know, there's no insulation in this place. So it's just like radiating down, you know. Uh
3: what's sorry. what's the temperature like that out there right
0: now? Let me check and see. It's midday it's 12 30. 1230, right 1230. And I'm I'm Can't be that bad. It's Oregon. It's 80 degrees right now. So it's not it's not too bad. But I also think it's because I'm sick at the same time. Maybe this would be like a sauna. Yeah. Just sweat this shit out. Well, yeah man. It's because you walk in that garage? A garage. I had a hundred and three point five temperature last night. <laughs> it's good for you. Still on here doing this stuff, like right. Like heart. before we came out, I looked at my wife. I'm like, dude, I don't know if I should fucking do this today. <laughs> she's like, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like, you signed up for this. I don't right. know. Like, just don't do it. And I'm like, no. We have this our- is the the tattoo gods. They're just like, oh yeah, trial. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude it's okay it's okay it's okay I'll be alright well uh, let's try let's get a topic now we got Mr. Carl on here because I'd love to fucking get all three of us riffing on something I think it'd be fun tattooing related it's not just me talking about getting upset about what people say online what do we think
2: uh... <laughs> uh, okay.
0: Oh, sorry. No, it's good, man. Yeah, fucking it's breakfast, lunch, snack time. It's great. Um let's go over fucking let's 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 talk about the fucking pigment stuff some more. Might as well cuz we got onto it cuz of Dr. John. I don't know if you listened to that episode or not, Mr. Carl, but fucking Dr. John came on and he's like tattoo pigment isn't labeled right and the stuff we're finding in it is very unsafe. So, we were talking about this a little bit before you hopped on that the test results, that they started doing this stuff in Europe like five, ten years ago, testing what's in the bottles and seeing what's in them. And that's what led them to start like banning and blocking some substances. Well, Dr. John started doing it in the United States with a different type of pigment because there's different stuff released different places all over the world. And he found that the volumes of the stuff that was found inside of these pigments that are not safe or considered deemed unsafe through uh, previous research were like way higher than what they found in the EU. So there's been a lot of worry. About shit that may happen I'm trying to think like what do you what do you think about this like one of the big things that they were talking about before uh especially like the pigment manufacturers and pigment mixers here in the united states is we don't need to worry about what's safe we just want stuff to look good you know mm-hmm. What's what do you think is like, cause like your, your work <laughs> relies a lot on like some really bold, strong, heavy colors and stuff. Like if you were reduced to using stuff that maybe wasn't as vibrant, like how would you adapt? There we go.
3: Um, I, I don't know. Honestly, man, if, if I were, if I were put in a position to use lesser quality pigments, um, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I would have to adapt because it's I mean
1: that or yeah what are you calling lesser quality thickness Uh, so like should we have you tell us what brand of ink you're using
3: (laughs) I mean I I, I use primarily I'll say exactly what uh, I use I use primarily eternal um hmm. and then I use a few colors from industry I have I was using industry for a little bit there just trying something new so i have like the remainder of like that set that i have and then mainly like eternal colors so when i say lesser quality pigments i mean like from an artist standpoint something that's going to be less vibrant um
0: that makes sense yeah
3: something that's not gonna you know a lot of what i'd heard i know a little bit of this situation it's mike um, and basically what, from what I heard, I guess, like, like certain blues are a big one that's going to be affected, affected by yeah, it. The, um, uh,
0: the blues and greens. There's that blue 15, three and green seven were the big ones. They're supposed to be pulling off this. That's a thalocyanine blue and green.
3: Yeah. So, so basically, Everybody needs it, some radiation.
0: It, it's fine. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it, it sounds like it's it, it's not going to be. It wouldn't necessarily be less vibrant. It's how it lasts. Is from what I gathered. It's the body's able to break it down quicker.
0: Uh, it, yeah. Correct. So, so it depends, right? Yeah, it depends. With those but go ahead. Yeah, give us your opinion, and oh, I'll God. I'll fucking read some shit off to you. Uh, so
3: it's going to be tattoos that are less vibrant. Um, they're going to last probably less Mm. seeing as the body can break down the pigment easier. Um, that's, that's the extent of what I know about it. I mean, obviously if, if they're coming after color pigments, that sucks, that sucks for me. Um, I don't want to do black and gray. I don't like black and gray Uh, tattoos particularly. Um, I mean, I can appreciate a good black and gray tattoo. Um, I respect black and gray tattooers, but it's, it's not like what I want to do. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> yeah. So I, I think being forced into a style change, I'd be better for sure. Yeah. Um, now, I, I don't, I mean, I think it would be cool to, I think it would be cool to be able to have pigments that are safe and work well for tattooing from what I'm hearing it's they're not necessarily looking to do that they're looking to get rid of them and replace them but I don't know the whole situation yes yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those things where we'll get off the pig when we get to talk about being parents and tattooing because dude I've been doing consultations last week was the last week or the week before Brandon. I think sure. I did like 43 consultations in one week at home with my babies it was it was I don't rough. know which week it was. There were so many kids on me. I it just had my sounds kids, terrifying. Like, over my shoulder, he's like, "Hi!" You're trying to like discuss anything. It's it's fun though. I usually like it because it's just like, "Oh, well." Daddy, <sighs> no, thank you. No. <laughs> I
3: know, I know. But just eat it, Carl. Last one. Last one. Hey, can you sit and watch Spidey down there for me, buddy? No. Remember we had a conversation about this.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. Why don't you
3: get your markers and draw, them? <coughs> and then we can show what you're drawing.
0: Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I
2: want a blank paper.
0: You want blank paper? Yeah. You got it, buddy. It's cool. Yeah. I'm pulling up some <laughs> of this stuff here that we can fucking get onto shit. Yeah, Anyways, yeah. The
1: thing though kind of cracks me up.
0: I mean, for fuck's sake
1: right so we've been using shit like shit as in like capital S it's just shit since yeah. the 1930s yeah. right and like you can talk to motherfuckers today that were tattooed in 1955
2: mm-hmm.
1: right and didn't fucking kill them Yeah. so on the one hand I'm like is it really that big of a fucking concern but on the other hand you know when uh, John was talking about the idea that there's like so- there's 132 nanograms of fucking lead found in this one particular brand of tattooing <laughs> yeah then you're like fuck
0: maybe it is a big idea you know? yeah <laughs> they create like 30 percent of it is just like fucking copper based compounds that are inside there that are known to be toxic to people at a level but there's like the issue here like especially like from and this is where that that branching point between the two uh like regulations is right is we don't know what's going to happen when stuff is just in the skin most of the stuff we tested is right. either inhaled or it's shot into the blood. And then we kind of under figured, we figured out what's happened through animal models, Right. So we know that if you take lead and you inject it into a rat, you know, and it's blood that it fucking doesn't do well. Right. So, but we've never done just like inside the skin. If the body's able to hold it there and not do anything, maybe it's, some of it does leach in, maybe it doesn't, et cetera, et cetera, which is why they came up with the original regulations for these two pigments specifically, which, if they end up actually working um, uh, the regulations actually end up working and then they like have to block these out. The fear next is that titanium dioxide is going to be next on the chopping block because it's already heavily controlled and regulated in the EU uh, because it's a known allergen and and it causes like reactions, you know, in the body. And it's, they don't even have it in like, you know, we buy like craft dinner. Most of the cheese sauce is fucking titanium dioxide. Right, it's an anti-caking agent they use in paint. They use the fucking everywhere. <laughs> and we require that in all the pigments that we have because that's how they make our tints. Ink Master is back with a new season and new home, Paramount+. Plus, Beloved legendary artists, and the artists fans love to hate, return to the shop to battle it out, facing some of the most exciting and epic challenges seen in the history of the competition, all for the biggest grand prize yet. $250,000, and the title of Ink Master. In the new season, host Joel Madden is joined by judges Nico Hurtado, Ami James, and Ryan Ashley, and Dave Navarro as the Master of Chaos. Watches the artists go head-to-head for the championship title, facing some of the most memorable Flash challenges in the show's history, amped to extreme levels they didn't think possible. They'll have to prove that they're the masters of all the high-level skills that set an Ink Master apart—composition, precision, color theory, finesse, stamina and endurance. The new season of Ink Master is now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to paramountplus.com to try it free. So, the the blue 15.3 and the green 7 have been shown to migrate into the body at higher, like a faster, higher rates than we would see with other pigments, right? They don't know why that's happening. And there's a bunch of hypotheses as to maybe the people who are tattooing it when we did this did it wrong. Maybe it's going too deep. They're breaking past the skin and injecting a bunch of it into like, you know, subdermis areas, getting picked up by blood through inflammation, being pulled into it and stuff like this. <laughs> but they were doing tests of lymph nodes. They found like that blue and that green are just off the charts in relation to how much was actually put into the skin. So it's not even that it breaks down or does anything. It's just that it moves into the body and we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I just imagine that like the day that they decided to
1: test this shit, right? They just had the one idiot. That used a bottle of, um, what the fuck is that? (laughs) Sorry. (sighs) What am I thinking of? It's not actually for tattooing, it's for blending color tattooing. Oh, like fucking, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. There's a type of ink that you can buy from certain companies that's like um, a concentrate. Yeah. So it's not the the actual tattooing right so you can yeah. add the concentrate to other colors
3: so okay. I, if you t-
1: try to tattoo with that
0: it's just a mess it blows it's gonna out. blow out, it no blows crazy. out
3: like crazy i oh. can't i can't right.
0: put up the label because we're not going to get fucking sued but this is one of those concentrates and if you oh shoot i almost showed the fucking name I, anyone who tattoos that is everyone fucking knows what company <laughs> that is right but this Between is one eternal of those. and industry <laughs> everyone knows what that is the funny thing is is that since these regulations and um the studies have started to happen one thing that's become really weird is that the big five have taken down all of their msds information all of it and if you start looking at the bottles that were produced and sold last year versus now (laughs) instead of actually listing what's on the pigment it says proprietary formula now that seems sketchy as fuck
1: Isabel wanted to know if you were holding up a bottle of dynamic gray wash.
0: No, I was not. (laughs) We say dynamic, of course. No, I I, I got this one from a store in town and we're gonna be doing some tests. Uh, If you can tell like this is the lab equipment that we haven't set up yet, it's up here. We've even got like tubes and needles. We're gonna be doing a bunch of uh, on cell testing, scientific testing to actually see about how these pigments migrate when they start getting into the body.
3: It's funny that we're on this topic because literally yesterday I was wearing my eternal come and take it shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, have you seen that shirt? It's so sick, dude. The sideways ink bottle, the yeah. star just says come and take it. Amazing.
0: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it's good branding and marketing, you know, it's just, it's fucking, I don't understand why I, the pigment has to be a sign of I'm a rebel. Like it's.
3: I, I don't think it's that. I think so. I think along with what Brian was saying earlier we've been using this shit for years and I mean we've been using it for years and it's been fine obviously yeah. I agree with you know growing over the years my problem is okay you're going to take you're going to take our you're going to take these pigments away yeah that's it that's all you're going to do you're going to take them what are you going to replace them with you're going to replace them with something that's not going to work as well and now you're affecting my well-being. Yeah. So yeah, if you're a black and gray artist, how many you fucking blues
1: and stuff. greens do you need, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> All of them.
3: <laughs> I don't know which. I mean, I don't know which ones that is in. I mean, I have as far as blue and greens, I have everything. They're in everything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you've yeah. got blue, okay. green, purple, any of that other stuff, any type of warm colors, so use it for tints, for muted and stuff like it's. When they are talking about exactly. like they're in sixty percent of our stuff it's not on the label, and sixty percent of what their color lines are. But it is going to be in there. But the issue too is that these colors were not commercially going to be distributed before like 2000 to 2009. They're using different sets, different types of stuff. And then it's like as the new developments in pigment chemistry started to occur, they're creating cheaper synthetic organic pigments. They started to roll these back into it. So you get some of these colors are like this. Then you have the azo dyes, A-Z-O, that they're seeing are used inside of this as well. That end up creating a greater... Um, like visibility. It makes them more vibrant when they add these things into it. And they know that that stuff, when it gets hit by light energy, it ends up causing a bunch of bad stuff, you know, <clears throat> those chemicals that break off. And, and like, you can have one of those ink bottles. They have the Azo dyes, the Azo dyes. You can have it on your shelf and light from an led light can break them down. Whoa. <laughs> hey, Oh my gosh. Hang on a second. I'm going to get a refill. Oh, I love you. What do you think? What do you think, Brian? What do you think?
1: Personally, I just man, I don't think I care enough. I'm just gonna use what the same fucking ink that I'm using already. It's already EU certified, so I don't care. What What are you using? (laughs) What are you
3: using now, Brian?
1: Um. So a while back, I decided to go in and buy electrum and electrum is all eu certified i think it's fucking great
3: i see i'm like and i know people at electrum like i i've got mad love for that company they've always been great you know down to earth you know (laughs) tattooer level company i feel like um so i have been wanting to try their ink
0: yeah it always makes me wonder because there's no real re- regulations here if they actually need to release stuff that's going to be meeting reach regulations in the same spot and i don't fucking oh. know the people there but i've been
1: I mean... using Zinc basically since they came out with it and i haven't had really any issues and personally i believe that they make the best fucking purples that i've ever used
0: so that's cool and <laughs> they're from the united states as well too hey
1: yeah, electrons uh, right over to
0: Indiana. Indiana.
1: I'm oh, no. stopping there
3: on my way back to Ohio next. Cool. Next trip, and I, I did plan on picking up some of their pigments. I would love to try it. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not against wanting to have a more, you know, health conscious pigment. I, it's not that I'm against that at all. But if huh. you want to take this away, you know, give us a suitable alternative. Don't, don't just you know take a huge component of my job away just because you decide you want to give a
0: fuck there already is a replacement for this stuff (laughs) they just don't want to change the the industry
1: as a whole should just at one one day right like just fucking next week everybody just go okay fuck it change it
0: it's not hard, right? Instead of going <laughs> like 15, just bite 3, that fucking
1: bullet and get over it. Because like, the legislation, damn. they can just
0: go 15-4, 15-5 blue, right? which is going to be basically like the same thing, you know, mix-wise. It's just the supply chain and, upstream is fucking stupid on that stuff. Yeah.
3: If, and if that's, I like mean, it, that's, like I, said, I'm, I I, want, I just need, I need ink to do my job. As long yeah. as you have that for me. But if it, if it comes to a point where, you know, it's you know they're eliminating half of the palette that i use and i don't necessarily need like 50,000 colors like i i'm mixing you know i mean i don't even darken my colors with black that much anymore i'm using complements i can narrow my color palette down yeah i could probably do what i do with 12 colors realistically yeah work yeah, yeah. And
1: it's been conventions where i just roll with a primary set and mix everything so
0: yeah, yeah I've done that <laughs>
3: exactly it sucks for touch-ups but i mean
0: yeah yeah we'll figure it out so one of the things the reach compliance they had over there and i think they might end up probably trying to do over here as well is there's there's the ability for them to just move past all this If the pigment manufacturers, not even the mixers, but the manufacturers can support the claim that it's safe by submitting a dossier stating that it's safe. That's all they have to do. They don't even have to do tests. They just have to be because of these things, we feel that these pigments are safe. Therefore, they should be used. They'll let it go. And it makes me worried because they won't do it. And maybe they won't do it because they know that there is potential of this causing health consequences in the future, which is why they don't want to open themselves up to, you know, litigation or whatever that's going to happen off that. Or maybe, too, they haven't actually done any tests. They don't fucking know. And maybe they're spending this year while there's that slow transition over where they're starting to do tests. And maybe they're finding out the shit isn't safe, which is fucking weird, right? I mean, it wouldn't be surprising.
1: <laughs> For fuck's sake, it's just tattooing you know yeah. it, it's the same thing like we already know 110 for a fucking fact oil paint is deadly toxic
0: yeah well the blue 15 oil paint. green seven are, are like some of the main constituents in like your phthalo greens and purples and blues that's yeah
1: man, there's there's tons of, even like the cadmium reds and oranges and yellows. Yeah. Like, all toxic. <laughs> Don't the, get this
0: on they, your skin. They take those, the raw products before they mix them in the fucking, all the, you know, carrier stuff for like oil paints. They just take that and they threw it into tattoos. Just like, fuck it, you know, back in the 80s and shit.
1: But here's the, thing, like, we know that oil paint will literally fucking kill you if you decide to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody still just buys it. it. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's some, you know, know. like
0: that industry inks is uh eu certified as well i didn't know that i
3: i didn't know but but i mean because that's, that's this, gonna be a whole this, other part yeah sorry
0: randomly let's go for go it on, carl. carl yeah
3: <laughs> what i i have to i'm erasing her name she wrote it wrong
0: <laughs> oh <laughs>
1: I mean, like, there's going to be so many of these companies now that are literally just going to switch to EU-certified without ever actually pointing it out. Yeah. So, like, the tattooers that are so brand loyal, and they're like, fuck it, this is what I use, and you can't fuck with that brand. The brand's just going to switch. Yeah. You know? And then, like, without those artists even realizing it, the brand already switched over, and they'll be still complaining about it, like, a year after the fact.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't fucking get it. I don't fucking. I think.
1: Get it. I think why
3: a lot of people, because I don't like. I mean, I like Eternal Ink because it's always worked for me. Mm. Um, there's colors from industry that I love. Um, Eternal's got colors I don't like at all. So does industry. So does Intense. And I yeah. mean, it's not like for me. It's it's whatever pigment does the job that I need. I think a lot of people's concern is that these things get brought up amongst a bunch of scientists and people up here and then we're not even informed you know what I mean and that that is frustrating as a tattoo artist as someone this is my livelihood yet you have someone way up here making decisions without even running it by it like to be completely bypassed when you're trying to do something that could drastically affect my industry. And you know what I mean? I'm not going up there and telling them what fucking beakers to use. Uh, like, <laughs> you know, at least run it by us and, you know, let us know communication, I guess.
0: Yeah. But that's, well,
3: that's my stance on it because <clears throat> if you like, you know it's it's attacking our well-being
0: yeah well there's i guess there would be like the ethics of that stuff played across that could be like well you know it's not just your well-being but 10% of the population of the, the planet's well-being that are going to be superseding the you know i don't know 100,000 people who tattoo right so we have like a billion this is the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few i hate taking a deontological fucking stance on this stuff but there have been efforts to try and get people involved it's just there there has been some effort by one side of the coin to try and suppress the information to keep people out of the loop. And then there's been scientists tried to reach out and do stuff, but they don't have the same channels, right? Because if there's no cooperation from the pigment companies to work with them while they're doing the testing, they're naturally going to be creating a severance between those two parties, right? And so the people yeah. we're buying off of kind of have a lot of control over this, in, in my opinion, right? But I fucking mm. get it, dude. It would be nice if they'd be like, hey, we're planning on doing this stuff could you guys get involved with us you know what i mean
3: some some communication and like i mean if if there's a bunch of pigments that are already eu certified yeah then it's you know electron i've heard nothing but good things about electrons pigment so if that's if that's the case then you know communicate that as well yeah but i've only obviously i mean i'm on the tattooer side like i'm i'm not on the other side like i i'm standing over here i hear what's over here yeah. you know without even you know having this side's information available to me at all
0: yeah it's fucking weird is i guess there's no regulations so they don't have to state or do anything but it would be cool if there's like a spot or a place where you could go if you your tattoo or like a website and be like hey this is the shit that's going on right now and like everyone knew about it right like yeah yeah <laughs> and
3: to have this to have and i mean i guess we could do it i guess we could make a website like we have our businesses and compile information and put it on there but yeah. i mean i'm not i'm not gonna do it because yeah obviously i have
0: yeah no that's cool maybe i should fucking do that we've already got a ton of people that we talk to like throughout the industry and I already have a website that's already set up i could just fucking add in a fucking length of of stuff that we can have people submitting off this right just go to the something. website click something and just see some of the new shit that's going on as opposed to whatnot. not
3: that would that would be good because like i mean knowing what companies you know are doing this i mean knowing electrum's already on on that spectrum of everything like yeah i i like i don't have i don't have an issue using a different type of pigment that's just having something available but yeah i mean to be able to like if you would do that, I'm sure it would help a lot of people.
0: Yeah, it's just having a space for you to do this. We should try to reach out to Electrum, dude, and fucking get them to talk about some of this stuff too. You know, <laughs> excuse me. I don't know.
3: I don't know Rob super well, but I know uh, Adrian who works there. Um. So, yeah,
4: that's
3: cool. And there, I mean, everyone, everyone over there is really down to earth, and I'm, I'm sure Rob would be down to reach out and kind of say his piece on it.
0: That'd actually be kind of cool. Send them an email later. I did think about uh, texting Rob and being like, hey, you want to come on the show? Yeah. You should text so, him now. Fuck it. Just come on the live stream. Let's put this all to fucking bed. Hop on your fucking Zoom. <laughs> if you can come on, that'd be great. Ah, uh, man. I feel so BS right now. Oh,
2: <laughs> uh,
0: Oh, I'm holding it together. I'll go grab a fucking Adderall or something and make it through this fucking recording. Be like a boss. Uh, oh, I see it. Michael's fucking hanging in the backside too here. I don't know if he's actually going to join up or not. Yeah, his, his video yeah. and Mike was out, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, Mike's chilling.
4: I've just been chilling, hanging out, watching videos on
0: my phone. Oh, fucking throw on the old uh, the video, buddy, and then give us your take on this stuff. Like, what do you think? Oh, man. What do you think about this fucking reach regulation? He's like,
1: I'm here. I'm just ignoring all of you.
0: <laughs> I'm watching cat videos, bro.
4: <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, you know, I, for a while, I kind of had a, an opinion along the side of, you know, like, fuck that. It's just, you know, big people in big places trying to push down on little people in, in smaller places. But after listening to your episode with, um, uh, the one gentleman you had on talking about pigments uh, who runs the website, you know, what's in your ink. Uh, I started to think about it a little differently. And I, you know, the, Europe has always been really good about what they put in their foods and what they consume and stuff like that. And uh, I think, I think that it's a very good thing to have uh, people outside of the industry to vet things that are going into the bodies of, you know, thousands and thousands of people a day and i granted you know I, I don't think that i don't think that they did it right to the point where everybody had like alternatives figured out like what uh carl was talking about which is super important like if you're gonna if you're gonna flip that coin you gotta have something figured out but also like uh at the same time i guess it's there's you know i don't know if there's one group of people that are necessarily in control of flipping the switch at at yeah. Any given second, I'm sure it's kind of a weird domino uh, effect. Maybe, but
0: maybe that's the fucking point there, right? Like maybe instead of having the pigment companies controlling all of the stuff that's supposed to be happening or the artists kind of controlling stuff, what if it was like and I don't want to turn this into a full democratic fucking socialist type of space or whatever, but like have some people that we can choose in the industry to like start running the tests that is like an outside agency, you know, that you can trust. I think that
3: I do think that there should be something along those lines to um to where we have like a a platform like a community
0: mm-hmm. like the fucking piercers have bro the app and all that stuff and how they're all intermingled and they all have like a they have an sop like i mean yeah that's i've always been like dude why the hell do we have that in tattooing like well we can't tell you how to do art we can just tell you not how to get people sick and it doesn't make any fucking sense yeah we could tell you what's a bad tattoo we can tell you what inks are safe. We could tell you how to fucking do your job. Not just sell a BBP course that costs 500 bucks.
4: Isn't there like ah. a National Tattoo Association?
0: Uh, well... Yeah, right. There is. But it. it's, just, it's not worth like it. it. Like any
4: other collective
3: of tattooers... Yeah doesn't last forever. It just,
0: yeah, they they were fucking super popular mm-hmm. back seventies, eighties, nineties. Now they're fucking tanking out, and that's basically just classic cars and a bunch of people heading to Puerto Rico once a year to fucking hang out. Like that's that's it. You know what I mean? That's
1: whack.
3: Hey, I'm one of few <laughs>
0: people that go to Puerto Rico. The Puerto Rico convention <laughs> is fucking legit though, as long as there hasn't been some type of crazy storm, you know, that wipes up the entire fucking island. Uh, right. I hope everyone Puerto Rico is okay. I'm not making fun I love of you. Puerto Rican food.
2: <laughs>
0: but yeah, Puerto Rico I mean, show is one of
1: the best tattoo shows man it's fucking rat every that's good that's that's y'all's show right yeah
3: is it okay it's Wi Fi I haven't done that (laughs) one
1: I haven't been I mean it's it's weird the idea that like anybody would be like oh there's not a standard operating procedure for tattooing when they're absolutely is like i have a binder in my tattoo shop that specifically states our standard operating procedures on a day-to-day basis
3: Um, some health departments require that i'm I'm pretty sure some health departments do require you to write out the the entire process i've had to do it um in ohio i had to do it i don't remember what shop exactly but i remember doing it
0: yeah yeah, dude. You should have some type of SOP, right? But I mean, it's going to come down to the translation because all of our stuff, its there's like three parts to it, right? You have the pre-planning, the application, then the end result. And so I think that that's where the issue is. Like with the piercing, you can automatically see, like in a short period of time, what's going to happen, right? Did you set up correctly? Did you push that thing through a body part correctly? And then, you know, a week after, like, does this look like you did a good fucking job? Ours, there's like so many stages inside of it that doesn't, it's not congruent, right? And everyone's fucking different. Like they, the idea yeah. of what a healed tattoo is, if you ask people, it, there's no fucking congruency on this, right? Like I think that like starting to heal should be at six months is when we start looking at how you did, right? Some people- I,
3: I tell my clients yeah. at about three months is where it's, it's relatively settled in and things are about, you know what I mean? And then six months, I, yeah, I tell them the whole thing, like about a year from the end of your tattoo is where you have a good idea of where everything's kind of settled in at yeah it's it's settled in you've got enough layers of skin over top to where that's about what that tattoo is going to look like for you know generally until it starts to really degrade
0: yeah i mean even then that idea of degradation is going to be so fucking different right because like when we start looking at tattoo like some things you can tell saturation really well at year five that takes so long to gather that that fucking understanding of stuff you know
1: (laughs) i I understand the comparison or the difference of comparison if we're looking at wound types you know tattooing being a surface abrasion Piercing being a through and through wound. Oh. So, like, those are totally different things, right? right? But we can devise a SOP in a tattoo shop. It's yeah. like everyone in both of my shops sets up and tattoos
0: exactly the same way. Yeah. Like, they, we all follow a pretty rigid system. It's- <laughs> <laughs> so, kid laughter makes me laugh so much.
3: Dude, yeah. <laughs> she is. I don't know how much longer I got, but she is not going to let this happen at all.
0: Yeah, that's cool, man. Right
3: before the, right before this, she was like, yeah, I won't talk at all. I won't talk, I promise, I promise. And then,
2: and here we
0: are. Yeah.
4: Dude, dude your kid had me cracking the fuck up earlier after you erased the name. And she was like, oh my God. I was like.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, she's a, she's a character. Uh, that's awesome, dude. Dude, it's it's funny. Michael, I, to... I don't know. I, I don't know if we've met before or I don't think so. No, I'm Michael. <laughs> uh, do you where do you tattoo out of?
4: Um I tattoo in Gurney, Illinois.
3: I'm uh, from Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Cool. So yeah, not far from me. I'm in
2: Naperville. I, I,
3: I don't know where that is. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> it's it,
4: Chicago suburbs. Okay. Okay.
2: Uh, mm.
4: It's nice to meet you. It's funny. That's I, I used look. to I used to kind of freak people out when I would when I was tattooed in Wisconsin because I'd tell them about how there's like essentially no regulation in how you become a tattooer, in Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. Wisconsin's yeah. a joke. It's like yeah, Washington State.
4: I had to fill something out to, like, purchase a license. And apparently they were supposed to verify it with the shop that I was working in. But I don't know if that actually ever happened. But in Illinois, I'm pretty sure in Illinois, you okay. don't have to have shit other than a BBP, right? No, man. Well, kind of. No.
1: The shop itself has to be licensed through the health department and gets inspected. Okay. But anybody that works in the shop... Is licensed under the umbrella of the shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: So it's okay, the it
1: shop owner's job to vet and process tattoo artists.
4: Yeah. Which to me also seems kind of fucking silly. I don't know. I get like I, I don't know. I understand. Like a,
1: depends on the no, tattoo shop. If it's got a liberation. good tattoo
4: shop on it, yeah. Right, right. No, it's a good absolutely. system. But I just mean that like it's it it sounds so easy to. Uh, kind of fly under the radar of whether or not you are a good shop owner. Yeah. Owner <laughs> and operator.
1: No. Yeah.
0: But what they used to have with the NCA, they had the master designations where you'd have to come in and show a body of work like at a certain cheesy. size that would like whatever you want, you know, like be able to be judged on like its What's merits as fresh or as healed over a period you of time. You could get and that master designation, watch designation right? And then once you got a master designation, you could start judging other people. But that doesn't happen anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, we just basically can like in Washington state, all you need is like 350 bucks in a BBP and you can just go be a professional artist. And there's no regs on that either. The only thing that you can file a complaint on is um, if you've had informed consent about what the consequences of the tattoo are, which doesn't matter, like that's impossible to prove. Right. And uh, if, if there was some type of like negative reaction, <laughs> not from the tattoo, but just during like your actual uh, interaction at the shop, it's fucking weird, you know. If you didn't, well, get that's the whole point tattooed, of the paperwork when you get tattooed. Yeah, but I mean, <sighs> waivers can only go so far, especially like the legal. Yeah, board. but that's
1: still your informed consent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But what if something you didn't have in there, you know, like the fucking efficacy of the pigments are possibly causing cancer in there, you know? When well, you think of like the California paperwork is funny because they have that prop. I mean, like, I'm mean, i pretty sure
1: our paperwork at the shop does actually say that, like it yeah. can be potentially harmful. What's
0: because you're also awesome, right? This is where like I mean, the like a the class to be standard on <laughs> tattooing. <laughs> there's like good shops. Then you get like the standard shops just doing whatever, you know, they're like everyone inside the shop has been tattooing for three to five years and they're gone. They've gone full custom, you know, and they're doing whatever they're doing. I know it's weird with my princess Leia stuff here. Cause my face is sweating so much. I was starting to get runny on the side. So I put my tissues here. Um, Hello, the force is with you. But then you have the fucking the grub shops, right? Which it still isn't bad. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> where they would like come in, you know, and they can they can fucking do whatever they want, because as long as the shop is, is licensed and has done all of its stuff, they can bring in anyone. You know what I mean? Which we're always going to get those fucking ones. So it's like having an SOP that's going to be able to go across all three of those is probably not going to fucking be congruent, at least in my opinion, you know? You get people fucking buying scream inks off of eBay and fucking just doing like back pieces with that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Do you remember them? Jesus Christ. Right. Ugh, back in the day, oh, I got some scream red in my skin and it fell off. You're like, well, yeah. <laughs> the picture turned into a sheet of plastic right. and pulled out. <laughs> Why is this not healing? It's been three years. <laughs> like, oh my right God. On. No. Yeah, I'm glad you guys didn't get to see that shit back in there. Just pull it out. It's like when people bring in the, the pigments, they're like, oh, I'm learning off of eBay. And they bring in their pigment bottles and they're like, are these any good? And they've got this little fucking, you know, Asian design on it and there's no label it's just that little graphic you know it's like a koi fish or fucking dragon and they've got the top
3: slightly resembles kurosumi is what it was slightly it was, it was one off like kurosumi yeah. and you're like oh yeah it's kurosumi Inc. and it's like oh you bought it from the the guy who sells tattoos oh, out of the station wagon so
0: crazy you take that instead of having like a red <laughs> stopper top or twist top they have a fucking cap that you got to twist off that breaks like a single use disposable thing, but it's four ounces. You're like, what the fuck? Oh, don't worry. I just put some plastic wrap on the top of it. It's fine afterwards. Oh my god. Some
3: caps that would snap.
0: Yeah. Those Those are intense had those for a while, the single ink stoppers. Hmm. Because they wanted to push it towards single use for everything. Which I mean, in essence, realistically you think about the science isn't bad, but you're in like Plastic that's practicality waste of fucking goods right where's that stuff gonna go into the water supply that's not good the fucking packaging they put it in was like BPA solid so that stuff's good we know that that's gonna be sitting in there you know fucking leech into the chemicals and then what the fuck you use the package you can't actually shake it up enough because all you're gonna be depending is like where in the mix it was actually going into So super inconsistent oh my god I love you my wife brought out a fan (laughs) dang you should have thought about that no, I did. I just, my babies are I love you. Thank you so much. Oh, not only is we she not producing wind. I love you. Yeah. Oh, I can maybe take off these things. It's actually kind of like sound muffling, at least for my face.
4: Well, ah. if we build windmills, it's going to suck up all the wind. The earth's going to get
0: warmer. <laughs> <laughs> Low frequency vibrations are making birds explode. Thirty miles away. It's Renewable birds
4: government agents. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: be back in like twenty seconds. <laughs> Roger that. Oh, say, Michael. It looks like you may have had a, a, a pre-rolled uh, funky cigarette in your hand yep. there when we oh, yeah. started. Right on, buddy. I rolled
4: the joint right before I have done the call.
0: That's good. I, was like, I you had, had, had to. Carl, if you don't know, <laughs> Michael does a podcast as well um it's oh, about nice. yeah michael once you give a fucking pitch there bud
4: uh i do uh i do a podcast about psychedelics um oh cool uh just i've had a bunch of like musicians on record producers i've had quite a few tattooers now um mm-hmm. yeah that kind of thing we've done like strain reviews we've talked about like different kinds of mushrooms and yeah stuff like that nice it's so, mm-hmm. a good
3: time I like getting high <laughs> Hell yeah. same man
0: uh that was the like I, what happened with carl when we did our recording together it was like two hours in and it was like asking questions you're like oh, I don't know, dude i'm really fucking high right now that's <laughs> just like that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny i figured you guys would hit it off <laughs> oh, yeah, I hate yeah it. you're not uh
3: you're not sorry. you're not far from me
4: either dude we should get together and do a fucking paint night paint night
3: I would be absolutely down. Sweet.
4: Uh, how far How far is Naperville from Gurney? Or Lake Villa, I guess, technically.
1: Um,
0: Let me Maybe look. an hour. If that. Wisconsin travel time, that's four beers. You'd be all right, bud.
3: Four Forty-one. Beers.
0: 41 miles. Oh, it's easy. About
3: hour. About an hour. hour yeah, that's 25, not bad. Hour with poles. Good Let's time. go.
0: Look at this! The two dudes talk tattoos is bringing the industry together. I've been to both of them. those places. <laughs> I have too. Driven through it. Didn't stop very long. You guys know
4: uh, Eric Berger? Derek Berger? <laughs> Eric Berger? Never,
3: never heard of her. You never heard of Eric Berger? <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. It's like an inside joke. I always Uh-oh. fuck his name up on people. I shit. think that's funny, and I call him Derek Berger, and then I say never heard of her. Mm. It's like a thing i do because i think i'm funny okay <laughs> it's
1: not funny when you have to explain it carl <laughs> yeah i'm realizing that now
4: you know, i rode back from cleveland with him and it was so funny there was this kid that was like trying to haggle me for like a panther head and he was like you're not all fucking packed up yet and i was like drawing up this panther and i was like no nah, i'm supposed to tattoo this kid but like you know what fuck this kid. Like, let's get out of here. And he was like, all right, I'm going to go play some dice. And then, you know, I told the kid, you know, like, peace out. Like, I got to go. And uh, you know, just thanked him for his time. And Eric came back and he was like, yep, I just lost $500. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck just happened, bro? That was like five minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that dude, he's uh, he's cool, though. He's he's coming up to our shop here soon, I think. Yeah, yeah. he
3: is awesome. I, I love that, dude. He is... I don't know. The first, we'd known of each other for a while because, like, we had, like, friend groups that, like, kind of cross, but we never crossed paths. And I finally met him at Chicago, the Chicago convention, like, five or six years ago. And it immediately, was just the most kind, funny dude. Like, he's great.
1: And this is a little sad and, like, confusing that every time you hear of a tattoo artist meeting another tattoo artist, they're always, like, the sweetest funniest guy (laughs) i always have to like just think about that scenario right like if you imagine back in the day like meeting tattoo artists they're supposed to be like hardcore dudes and we're all just like goofy little idiots (laughs) third culture took
0: over dude third culture took over it's oh
3: yeah dude it's because it's like the the fine art tattooer generation where we're all art nerds or comic book nerds or whatever, and that's how we got introduced
4: to art. Have we all played in the band? Has everyone here played in the band?
3: I was in a band.
4: Everyone's in a fucking band, bro. Everyone has been in a goddamn band. Every tattooer I've ever fucking met. I did Cleveland with a guy named Matt McDermott, and uh, we were, I was like setting up on the first day, and we were just talking about music, and uh, we were talking about, you know, tour stories or whatever. And I was like, you know, what band did you play in? He was like, oh, I was in Salt the Wound. And I was like, I have fucking Salt the Wound in my Scene Kid playlist. Like, what? Hell
3: yeah, dude. Oh, crazy. I was not in like a good band. Like, yeah, we played well, shows with bands that like got good. And yeah. But yeah, we were not <laughs> ever at any point good. And I heard. One of our demos like, as an adult, like a real adult, like, and I was embarrassed all over again. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> it super hurts. And I hope that it never gets out there.
1: Maybe that's hey, where, By the way, guys. To... Oh, yeah. You should go on your uh, Facebooks and share the link to this live stream. So maybe
0: more than like four people can see it. <laughs> we have, we have 72 people on no, no right now. So. There's, there's, I a, still don't, there's I have no idea what that is. I don't know, dude. They want us to is play one paper of the rock sites? scissors or some shit. Yeah, it's one of the sites. There's like you can you can make some coins by playing paper rock scissors. And somebody did write porn uh, a while ago. So we have oh, another person here. Play paper rock scissors 58 coins if we do it. How do we do this? Oh, just, just don't click one. on that
3: link, dude. You're don't gonna do give it. your computer cancer. <sighs>
0: Yeah. There we go. Right. Wild shit's just going to start popping up all over the screen. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. I'm Five not minutes
3: go. later, you lost your ass in Bitcoin.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't have Bitcoin. Uh, yeah. Well, you're about foods. to if you
3: click that link.
0: Uh, that'll work. It's fine. I, I, um, I accidentally got some Bitcoin once, and that, that didn't work out. And so the, I, the
3: Facebook how do you share that one where is that at
1: um there should just be a link.
3: Uh, oh i shared i shared a, I was I shared
1: gonna say, a link and a video on my uh page right now so you can just share the link or the video <laughs> or something like that i don't fucking
0: know
1: <laughs> oh, oh i don't know yeah, either. it's dude. like Everybody's first time trying to do a live stream. Yeah. yeah. I thought that this, was great. It,
0: this is how we're gonna do the recordings every time from no one. Fuck it. This should work. That way it's unedited. And then we can put up a nice polished edited one and people be like, Oh, I seen the live stream, I'll listen to the recording. Like, they didn't sound so professional when I actually watched them live. <laughs> they sound like a bunch of goobers trying to talk about something.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, that's
0: pretty much it. I, I, so I had an idea about that when you are thinking about like everyone's been in a band and now they're a tattooer, right? But they went to art school and now they're a tattooer. And I was thinking about that. You know, when you're young and you think you can change music. So what do you do? You want to be a fucking artist rather than covering the stones or the dead or fucking anything, right? And just playing shit that you know works where you're at. You want to create some type of fucking prog rock masterpiece in 17 when you only you know three fucking chords and like two of your fingers don't work on the guitar and you think that you fucking nailed it and that perfectly describes tattooing everyone gets into it it's like i want to be an artist you're just trying to describe the band rush uh <laughs> no, dude don't make <laughs> fun on, of man. rush Give fucking props up to Canada. credit and you can't do it neil Peart's dead now don't fucking don't fucking talk poorly of that like, yeah, oh, and he, and he wrote
4: most of the music he can't even defend himself what the it, fuck is up is. with that man
0: world's <laughs> best drummer ever fuck Mike Portnoy everyone's like oh Mike Portnoy's the best fuck nah fuck Mike Portnoy Marco Miniman is a better fucking drummer than him hands down hands down music nerd here we go
4: I think that uh, Benny <laughs> what's his name Benny Grabbin. Benny Grabitz? Gravitz
0: <laughs> Lenny Kravitz
4: no, Benny, fuck. American a-
0: Woman. Look at that. well, that's the guess who. Is not another fucking Canadian band? Might as well do that. We'll put some Brian Adams after this. Some Shania Twain. We'll just take all of the fucking years. Since the Dion. There you go. Highest. at Canada always outsells everyone. Benny Graham, Benny, where's he at? Benny Gribb. Grab
4: this dude. He fucking kills. We do he a lot of shreds, advocating
0: dude. for Canada on this show. Sorry, I've, I've spent I've spent fifteen fucking years of my life out uh, in that goddamn country. I love Canada. I get fucking love it. Let's I get at her. Her. Fuck it, so, there, it, makes sense. Yeah, fuck You're that's Just why, aren't you, bud? Fucking a little bit too soft for us, there, bud, aren't you? You fucking got the crispy dangles coming out and fucking between your legs, there, bud. Fuck you, in, <laughs> 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 The fucking chirps are what make. Canadian culture, that, and the fact they like to stab each other, which we talked about that last time. That was fun, too. Canadians like to stab you. They're like, guns are fucking stupid, bud. Why would we want to shoot while we're running away? Like, we fucking know we want you. We'll come up and stab you. Look at the light. Leave your eyes. It's like, fuck. Chadwick
1: thinks this is hilarious. Yeah. He's representing <laughs> Canadian flags on our chat stream.
0: Hey, there we go. Fuck yeah, buds. I don't know where Chadwick's from, but fucking I used to rock the old T.O. And not the fucking... Not I hate to be an asshole. Not the West Side, sorry, East Side, because I was bouge. Lived at the beaches.
4: Hell yeah, East Side till I die.
0: Uh, me too. Well, fucking dude, like East Coast Ripping United you. States versus West Coast United States. What a goddamn difference that is, too, right? Not only is it different, you know, application-wise and tattooing, which we could spin on that shit, but it's just how people treat each other out here is a little bit more soft than I am accustomed to. You can't come up to somebody and just be like. I don't fucking like you today. You need to go away because they'll be like, oh my gosh, what did I do? Why are you there so? Are Chadwick's
1: from Tallahassee, Florida. So
0: Tallahassee. He's really excited <laughs> about Canadians for no reason. That's right. <laughs> Florida, dude, Florida is 30% owned by Canada. After the housing crash, all the fucking rich Canadians came down and bought all the fucking premium properties for a penny on a dollar. That's, That's why why where it's you expensive go. now. Yep. It's fucking Canucks with their crazy house prices. Trying to buy a house at BC, bud. Fucking get fucked. Two bedroom bungalow cost me four mil.
4: Dude, speaking of fucking, oh God, dude, uh, I think I'd mentioned to both of you now at this point the fucking Mm. accidental private studio guest spot I did in San Fran. That was awful. Talk about shit being expensive, dude. Like, (laughs) I went out there for a week, I spent $2,000. And like, I don't know, it was just such a culture shock, too. Like, I was riding down the Mm. street on like the little bird scooters with my buddy, and we're like, Fucking riding past people that are like laying on the sidewalk doing heroin, man.
0: <laughs> fucking banging up tenderloin. Yeah, dude. Like, oh, there's shit. Nice. There sounds like Portland. So there's a tenderloin on the East Coast. There's a tenderloin on the West Coast. You Get one in New York. You Get one in San Francisco. I think there's probably a couple more. And when you go to those places, I'm pretty sure you Manhattan. can get one at any deli. Oh, Miles Davis. That fucking. <laughs> there you go, bud. <laughs> tenderloin ah, this district oh that's where you can make bodies disappear back in the day
4: I thought we were talking about actual tenderloin <laughs> that's
0: what Brett Jesus wept there we go
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry uh, <shit. laughs> so oh, good That's fucking great dude I don't know how to fucking share this. I only have nine Facebook friends, so I don't know why you the fuck I would even do. Literally it. Literally, just
4: open up. your Oh yeah, phone. your Facebook's
0: useless. Mine's just totally garbage. I just guess go I could to your phone. And yeah,
4: and open up the Two Dudes page. Yeah. Go to the the stream, like the video that's posted. From oh yeah. Restream. Yeah. Tap share, and then write post, and then at the top, change it from Two Dudes, and just tap feed. Oh. option and then that'll post on your facebook oh. profile
0: oh here we go dun, oh, we, dun, got, dun. we actually got people <laughs> fucking writing in i didn't see all this shit hey guys been <laughs> watching it right now like my I mom literally just the-
1: commented on it and said that she likes the old tattooing <laughs>
0: uh yeah yeah we like the old stuff that's more custom. it's like driving one of the old buicks right it's fucking built you know, tough, you could run into a brick wall at 15 miles an hour and it wouldn't break, but if you hit it at 70, it would explode in a fiery mess of garbage. Yeah, but no,
1: like you have an entire industry full of people that have never experienced
0: powder pigment
1: or even fucking coil machines yeah. at
0: this point, so. Yeah, that's actually super funny, dude, yeah, because like I, I was talking to uh, Alex and Season and Araya at the shop up in, in Kent, and I was like, why don't you guys just try to buy some fucking powder pigment? Just go get some national homogenized colors, give them a fucking run, see how you like them. And they're like, no <laughs> Cause I just, it's just take it the out of my drawer yeah, you know. just, No, I like the brands I like I like the stuff with the acrylic resins in it I like the stuff with the pine tar in it I like the stuff with the allergens in it Cause I know that that stuff works And I'm like, they put all these performance modifiers As they like to call it in the industry Into the pigment so that you know how to utilize it Or effectively Without actually knowing how to fucking tattoo Like if you don't do shit right with powder pigments It doesn't fucking work it doesn't, and you know, as soon as you start, you're like, "I'm gonna take this nine mag, and I'm gonna do nice tight circles right over the skin with my fucking with my, with my thing, and I'm gonna see this pack up." It doesn't fucking work because it doesn't work that way. I people this <laughs> all the time. But to do tight circles and just go slow, no, it doesn't work. That's not how you fucking fill in stuff. You've got to like <clears throat> rip the fucking skin apart and make sure it falls in there comfortably, and then slap it down. It's like doing your zoom, to your towel right? You got to have enough fucking force to pull that shit apart. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i got a little <laughs> off there i need AKA, to get a yeah run your machine slow with standard gauge needles uh, do you think people know what a gauge is now on needles i'm like i'd actually like i would really fucking cool. hope so see a lot of people are like uh, dudes i'm using a 1003 rl yeah but they're like i use a 1003 rl cartridge from x brand but you know what a number Yeah, but it should have a gauge along with that. What's the one zero zero? Right. So you get the 10 zero, 03 RLs, 10 gauge three rounds. Right. Which yeah. is but that's like, well, I find it works better with a with a 1203 RL. Like, do you even know what the fucking difference is on there? What's the fucking taper on this shit?
4: Dude, that stuff was not taught to me in my apprenticeship. I had to like go out of my way to like learn that stuff, which yeah? was, I mean, it's a super easy fucking concept to grasp like it's obviously just understanding what the what the gauge represents you know it being the 0.25 whatever unit of measurement that is the amount of fucking people
1: i've heard this year alone say that this kind of shit wasn't taught to them is just fucking mind-blowing
3: yeah oh yeah i didn't have an apprenticeship basically I had, like, two months. The dude never showed up to work, and then I was thrown to the wolves. I was given a portrait, like, I could talk to which I didn't that. do. Oh yeah, God. yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll start <laughs> And then I grabbed my shit and bolted. Yeah. And I literally told the people on the way out the door, like, I don't know what to tell you, man. So yeah, I
4: remember hearing you say <laughs> that on the podcast
3: episode. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's so stupid. So, I, I did learn that earlier on, I guess, because just dudes i worked with like had like told me like just through like conversation borrowing needles or them suggesting something like and me asking questions but yeah dude i was never told that and a lot of people i worked with like over the years just didn't know you kind of just grab whatever whatever grab
0: those pokey things
3: shit.
1: it's fine
3: it, it just grab a bag or a liner and yeah
0: yeah here's a question actually I actually got asked maybe 12 times this week like no word of lie like 12 times how they see In facebook groups I had a couple of emails i had a fucking dm how do you choose the right liner for the tattoo let's just get right into listener questions we got four experienced artists on here varying degrees let's fucking run it how do you pick the right liner? Well, that's such a dumb fucking question, though. Like, did you draw the artwork or did you not
4: problems. draw the artwork?
1: <laughs> let's, let's have more of a scenario. Oh, okay. Okay. So you, you have to add context, right? So, like, if this idiot drew their own tattoo design yeah, and they don't know how to pick what liner to use, there's no help for this person.
0: Well, right? Maybe, maybe, so, maybe the critical thinking is something I believe has to be taught nowadays. If it's this big, and there's
3: more than three lines in it, don't use an eleven-round shader. <laughs> that's it. That's what that I'm is, saying. Though. That is my that's my advice to up and coming tattooers.
1: Mm, that's that's as Sit. stupid as asking like, what size marker should I use to trace this thing? <laughs> <laughs>
0: You can't go larger, right? That just doesn't work. But you can go smaller. Like I do 90% of my work, 95% of my work with a three round, a tight three, number 12, standard taper. Sleeves and everything. I've done whole sleeves with just that one fucking grouping. I don't give a shit. That's just me because I'm a dick.
4: I try to... Go for it. When I'm just venting. When I put together a design, I'm typically almost always thinking about what kinds of sizes I want to use in general before I'm even drawing it, you know? Uh, I think I think getting yourself uh, acquainted with needle groupings that you know how to use properly, comfortably, and well is a huge, like... Just foundation to start at with thinking about what needles to use for something. But also at the same time, like, I think pretty much anybody, like, I think, I think Brian, I I can, I can understand what you mean with how that's kind of a dumb question. Cause like, look at it with your eyes and think with your brain about what size a needle is and what size that line is. (laughs) I
1: don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, There's no fucking mystery here. If the question boils down to Mm. like, should I have a bullet tapered needle or should I have like a long tapered needle? Should I have a textured needle, et cetera? Like if the question starts to become far more dynamic or pertaining to really specific things, then it starts to make sense. But if the question itself is just what fucking needles should I use? Like just stop tattooing. <laughs> it doesn't make any goddamn I think, sense.
3: I think there's something to like um, <laughs> people not knowing, not knowing the right question. Like they they know what they want.
2: Yeah.
3: They know what they want to learn or whatever, but they just can't think of the right question. If that makes, oh yeah. If that makes sense, I think I, I think tattooing is. It, it is complicated in a sense that there's, there's a million things that could be going wrong
0: and it's crisis management like all the time. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Cause I mean, I, I'm sure everyone here can say there's a tattoo that you've like, you've approached that you're like, Oh, this should be, this should be a cakewalk. You know, I do this every single day and then you get into it and you're like, what is going on right now? Yeah. And you had that, you know, that thought <laughs> like obviously we're experienced enough that we can troubleshoot it rapidly on our own, but a lot of younger tattooers, you know, you've got a year and maybe like, I don't know, less than a (laughs) hundred tattoos, you know, like under your belt or whatever it would be Yeah, like on your own. You haven't kind of gotten to every single situation of what could go wrong. And yeah, but I think also having a good mentor is super important like one that's not just gonna fucking spit on you and tell you to take their trash out a million times but someone who like gives a shit about you because you are going to be tattooing people you know you are going to be
0: you know i don't know yeah Yeah, the big question i think it's a a teaching something so nice carl (laughs) <laughs> no, I think I get that, right? When you're when you're a mentor or you're apprenticing someone or if you're continuing their education, one of the things you have to do as an instructor is you're always having to adapt to how they learn, right? Because people learn many different ways, yes. right? And I think it's like teaching critical thinking and yeah, to, to, how to ask the right questions and how to start training yourself once you can build a book of knowledge. It makes it so you can slowly start working away from the person that you rely on to fix all your fuck-ups on the fly. And if you can do that, then you start training a successful fucking artist, right? So yeah, maybe not not having the right questions to begin with. Like, how do, what what type of liner do I use on this stuff? May seem really stupid. But at the same time, I think Brian starting off with some fresh piece of fucking tattooing flesh that's getting into the industry may not work as better as somebody maybe who's two years in, you know, going to Brian's shop and being like, hey, I already have a foundational knowledge. Like, help me polish my shit. You got to have thick skin, Mm -hmm. you got to have thick skin, but you know, you'd be fucking set there. Right. (laughs) Which worked well. And yeah, I use fucking three rounds for everything. I was going to screen share here and throw up that fucking sleeve that I did. So 13 hours, this dude, six, four. Okay. And I did this all with a three round. Boom. Just fucking, just fucking gravy. It's all texture, simple, fucking guy, just and stuff. 13 hours, three round, that's it. So, Not in any way, shape, or form ever called that
1: guy, ages, and stuff.
0: But it does look good. Yeah, it's just a fucking, it's just, you know, biomechanical, whatever stuff. So the the idea with that stuff is to take it and to fucking run it down his neck, his back, other sleeve, do a whole bunch of stuff, his first tattoo. When you screen shared... It hmm. didn't show up on the live stream. Fuck. All right. So I have to, dump this, the, I have oh, to dump this into the. Now thing? it's showing up. Oh, oh yeah. yeah we've got a, a delay. What? We've got a five second delay just in oh, case yeah. any of us say something that's just not fair. So. All right. So
4: <laughs> I, have a, I have a question I want to bring up to you guys that I've been meaning to chuck to the show. Oh. Um. Okay. So this is going to be a long winded one. Coils and rotaries.
0: Oh, you boy.
4: Can, you can obviously you use these two different kinds of tools to achieve the same thing which is a fucking tattoo yeah and there are ways to know when you're using them properly i.e like with a rotary the hit of the skin with a coil like you can rely on things like the bog you know and uh obviously there's more to it than just that but the way that i was brought into tattooing and you know again i've i've already mentioned this to ryan before i'm still yeah. very green i started about three years ago but what i was taught was the hit with the rotary the bog with the with the coil and uh i recently used a rotary machine that feels like a coil you know it's like how the dude the my buddy who let me use it that's how he introduced it to me and i was using it and like you know whatever it did the job and i was able to use it just fine but i was thinking about it what is the fucking utility of that if you because like The skin is still receiving treatment in the form of the mechanics that are happening from a rotary machine being pushed by a motor, but you are not able to identify what you're doing the same way because it feels like a coil machine, essentially. Uh, I guess, is that a good thing? Like, do you guys, I don't know. it's, It's hard to structure this question in a way that's not just such, it's not an umbrella question, but like... Yeah. I feel like
3: I feel like there's this back and forth coil rotary which is better on the skin which is not I mean they have to be used completely differently. You have to tattoo differently right with a coil than you do with a rotary. Uh, some things are the same and some things translate like the common sense things like you have to hold it a certain way because obviously if you're pulling it like that you're not getting ink. you know common sense stuff but Mm -hmm. I mean I think you have to adapt to every single machine that you use um I don't Mm -hmm. think like I'm really cautious when trying new machines on what I'm going to be doing because I want to be able to kind of feel it out but I think that there's no, I don't know. I, I don't think it's utility as much as preference. Sure. At the end of the day, like
4: I guess I just mean I like, think, is that a benefit? Is it a benefit to have a machine that does something? I, I don't know. I'm I'm yeah. I'm trying to arrange. I'm Okay, so
1: look 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 look. <laughs> your question, although it's a valid question. In your circumstance, your question doesn't matter. So you don't have a perceived answer for that question. But so if there was a valid reason for having a rotary machine that feels more like a coil machine, it would be easier for somebody that specifically did like a 20 year career on coil machines to switch to a rotary if it feels more derived from a coil machine. Okay. However, if you're just fresh into this industry and you've already had rotaries and shit like that going on, right? Like that was almost kind of like right out the gate for you. You wouldn't understand the ginormous fucking learning curve that came from being a coil person that now wants to try to use rotaries. Yeah. Right. So uh, when you're looking at a lot of these older guys that used coils for 15, 20, 30 fucking years they will all specifically tell you the learning curve that went into using a rotary could have taken them three fucking years just because the feeling of that rotary was so bizarre and foreign. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's like application or uh, like you were saying, utility would specifically be purposeful in those moments. Sure. Right. It's so that they had something relative that they could connect to using that tool. On the other hand, if you're specifically talking about a rotary machine that actually has give and things of that nature, like then it has a million and two different utilities or functions that you can accomplish with it. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> once again, y- y- your question is technically valid, but it just doesn't refer to you.
0: So, yeah, no, what, for sure. Let's 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 back it up even further than that, right? So let's think: what is what's a machine? right? What is a machine? You can think across the board, not just tattoo machine. What does a machine do? Right.
4: Like reenacts a human mechanic.
0: Yeah. It's just something that takes place of something we used to do with our hands or with our bodies. And it just, you know, replicates through a mechanized action, right? So when you think about each one of these tattoo machines that we're going to be using, the coil machine has that slap, right? And it's like something's being hit on the top of something. It takes place a lot of the old tattoo, you know, Polynesian style stuff. We're tapping into the fucking skin and movement, right? So very specific things you can utilize with that. Now you go back to the rotary, which a big pushing. It's almost like an Irizumi, right? We're going to be like going into the skin different gradients and effects and how to like utilize them, especially from a beginner standpoint versus something that's more evolved. Like I've said, you know, a bunch of times if me and Brian are going to be given a coil machine or a rotary machine. We've, we've used enough of them back and forth so much that we can understand how it's affecting the skin, reading the skin, and then know how to translate it based on just force feedback. Right. (laughs) But if you're starting and you're trying to figure out how to create a bridge between those two, it seems, it seems really strange to me because what you're doing is you're paying more attention to the machine and how it feels rather than what you're doing, right? And realistically, like the first aspect of like all training and yeah. cytotasking we're doing is we're teaching people how to read the skin you're reacting to that crisis right so if you're seeing something happen you should be able to identify oh if the saturation isn't going good enough we're trying to adapt our machine either angle speed wise stretch wise something like that to it to like make it work more effectively or we're trying to do something the opposite right we start troubleshooting in our head that crisis management straight down the fucking line i do a stretch i run a line it's not setting in what the fuck is going on so i'm going through my checklist right Did I mix my pigment? Is my skin stretched right? Is there enough hydrophobic substances on top of the skin to allow fucking capillary action to stuff working? Am I stretching it the correct way? Right. Because you start working into or against those, the Chrysal lines, surgical incision lines inside the skin, you can actually affect how the needle is going to enter into the skin given the actual angle of insertion that's going into. So you're running all these fucking weird formulas, heads blown up with fucking whatever. (laughs) But that does that's separate from the fucking machine. And I think. My, my opinion is that everyone relies so much more on the brand, right? How the machine is like how, the, and that's just like, that's the industry speaking back towards if you do something wrong and it's not working, it comes down to three things, right? It's your needles, it's your ink, or it's your machine. And those are all brands. If I'm using Eternal, ah, Eternal won't work for you. Use Fusion. It's like, well, that doesn't fucking matter. The raw pigments are the goddamn same, right? Oh, I'm going to use a Valhalla. Well, you should use a Dragonhawk instead because it's cheaper. (laughs) It's still just a fucking machine that goes like this. Sponsored by Dragonhawk. You too can own a machine for dirty cheap that does it just as good as the big boys. By the way, you can buy 12 machines and still pay less than most of their major competitors. (laughs) Dragonhawktattoosupply.com. Use the promo code two dudes to save 10% on every order. And I think we're actually up to 20% now because we've sold so much shit through them. So funny.
3: do we get dragon Hawk machines for doing this? This is my second one. So I'm saying I want a dragon (laughs) or 70. You know what?
4: You know what I want? I want a Mast M1. I had someone gift one of those to me and I used it once and it was fucking tight. And then I went to a guest spot or a convention one of the two, I brought it fucking somewhere and it's gone.
0: It evaporated. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So I just wanted
3: to so I just started using the Ambition. It's, I just uh, had someone bring that up. Amb- it's, dude, it's pretty cool. I like it. I think it, um, so it, it has a, I'm feeding my baby while I'm doing this. So I'm sorry for the crying in the background. No Um, good, bro. <laughs> It has a drive bar that it's a, it's a thinner drive bar. I don't know if you ever used a stylus, probably not. You've only been tattooing like three years, but the stylus, you remember how it had that thin drive bar and the ball in the end? Yeah. Basically the same thing as that. So you can get in, you can get into it and clean your drive bar and everything like easily, which is awesome.
0: Serviceable. Oh my goodness.
3: It's serviceable. Yeah. Right. And the drive bar, so it's it hits hard right out of the box. But I noticed I've been using it for about three and a half months now. And it's got like a certain level of like, almost give to it, which I think is just from that bar, you know, weakening over time. Yeah. But it's like just settled into this, like super comfortable, like I can build and blend with this thing ridiculously easily. And it was $200. I ordered it at six o'clock at night and it was on my porch at seven in the morning. So
0: (laughs) I think that's funny. That's something we actually don't talk a lot about in this. Is like when you have something that's brand new, how the break-in period affects each one of these, right? Like a coil machine, when you get it, like it is what it is, you know what I mean? Like it's slowly going to become a little bit softer as that contact wears down and the throw is going to stretch out a little bit, but it's pretty much always consistent, right? The rotary's break-in period is fucking real. All the little parts inside of there, right? Loosening up, getting a little bit of give. That fucking push bar, those, those caps on the top of them, depending on the material that they're made out of, as they're striking and hitting, they end up becoming softer over time. And they change that amount of flexibility. So you'll get that fucking float. If you turn the voltage up too high where it's giving too much and it ends up slapping, right? You get that slap sand up the, where they're fucking rolling because it's, it's going past where it initially was meant to, like the actual travel line is going to be further. So you end up getting the spot where the needle only kind of comes out halfway and just goes really fucking short. So you've got to adjust how your like layout and your setup is inside of that stuff. <laughs> Never even thought about fucking writing about that. Why didn't I do that? That's so silly. It's so difficult. To try and like understand stuff, like I'm just getting accustomed to this. It's been three to six months I've been doing tattoos. Why isn't this working the same anymore? This fucking broken in. Anyways, I feel like just me bitching.
3: Yeah, I feel like that's I. You don't think about that, and like certain machines. I mean, it's less than others based mechanically on how they function. Like a NeoTat. I mean, besides, like, lubricating it again. Yeah, that fucking slide. They fucking run forever,
0: dude.
3: If you hit that thing with a truck, it's going to run like you just bought it. Yeah. It's like, I'm actually looking at, I mean, I don't mean to, like, you know, brand call out, but their new machine, it's like a a linear pen style machine, but it's got a, a pullback function, apparently. To where you can push the needle out of the cartridge without touching the back of the cartridge, which is fucking genius and uh, should have been done forever ago.
0: But yeah, who all I, who uh, all eye loops their fucking needles here?
3: I don't. I look at them. Don't.
0: <laughs> I look I
1: at it and out. then I uh, I'm I'm too old school for this, so I just do drag, the drag the end of the needle yeah. on the glove and see if it catches.
0: You don't catch a bird. You keep using it, yeah. All right,
4: I do it on paper towel.
0: Oh, don't do that! <laughs> <laughs> I made we a video about here. that with the fucking the towel. paper paper towel pickup or the dead skin on you, like the fifty-year-old dudes named Gary. You know, when you're like running a line, you're doing something, and it just like picks up dead skin, and all of a sudden your fucking round liner goes beep. And it's just got a bunch of stuff there. And you fucking push down the back, whatever plunger you push down your A bar, and you're like, Jesus Christ, it looks like it has a mushroom like shoved in the fucking end of it, right? You're like, why is my ink running right now? And you like try to pick it out because you're just like, fuck it. And you rinse it in that cup and you pull it out, you give it a fucking dry wipe again, rinse it. You're like, fuck it. All right. You dip it in ink and you go to run a line again. You get like three quarters of an inch out, and all of a sudden it just goes, Bleh. fuck. <laughs> How many people keep using that needle when that's like that rather than change it? Hmm. It's something I don't get. I don't get.
4: Dude, I, I, I hate that I'm. I, I'll toss a needle for like fucking, like almost any reason. I'm like, dude, this is not doing it. This sucks. Pop.
0: Yeah. And I hate it
4: because cool. then, then I run out of needles and I'm like, fucking why? But.
0: Mm. Yeah. It was the old boy stuff, right, Brian? I think we could both say this. What would you do with a coil machine when that happened? You fucking hang her a little bit further out. You take that tube that you got. You roll it 90 degrees and you just bury that shit afterwards and pray to Jesus <laughs> that you're going to make it through. <laughs> I'm trying to push all that shit a little bit further up. I'm using a five. It's a nine now. It's fine. With that one right. fucking edge, the line, that has got that break. It's just a, you know, you're like, whoop, fuck. Spin the machine around pull it back the other way. Solid, solid, solid. That's how Dude. we do like smooth shape
4: when i fucking first when i first started my apprenticeship there was another dude in the shop that was like also kind of an apprentice at the time and i remember the first time he tattooed me the day that he started he was like he was like yeah bro i'm about to use a seven on this and like sevens are cool because you can get a really little line and you get a
0: that line just I was like how far you fucking bury that in someone's yeah, skin right dude. yeah
4: and then he did this fucking wild ass fucked up ass tattoo on me that like is like all sorts of fucking blowed <laughs> <laughs> at
0: least you have some bad tattoos
4: I have a you know? fuck ton dude look at hold on look at this cupid that I have on
0: me <laughs> that's all right you should, you've seen my arm dude like this is all just absolute hand-drawn garbage look right? at the foot hold on where is it look at the foot <laughs> 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 I'm walking on sunshine <laughs> oh it's fucking great how about you Brian you got any bat tattoos
1: that's literally my whole body <laughs>
0: It used to be back in the day when you walked into a shop, if you've seen a tattooer covered with bad tattoos, you're like, that's my guy.
4: That's the okay. dude. That's it. So because if so he still holds true,
0: you always get to see some dude who's covered in shit tattoos, and you walk in, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, I know what I'm doing. You're like, really? And then they fucking slay. You're like, wow, that makes sense. I don't understand the younger people nowadays. You walk in, and they're just like, gorgeous sleeves, you know? <laughs> I saved up for four years to travel to Milan to get my sleeve done. It's like fucking what? Why don't you just have Joey down the street <laughs> do it, you fucking prick? No, I only wanted to the only, good things. Oh, the only place okay. that this rule seems to be broken
1: yeah. is yeah. Russian tattoo artists. Oh, dude, what the? fuck I don't is understand up with that? what's in the water there, but like, it's every oppression. Every tattoo artist there is just covered in amazing
0: artwork. It's Fucking insane, dude. They'll be like, I'll just travel to Poland to get slave. It's fine. It cost me 6,000 fucking whatever the fuck their money is over there. You're like, what the fuck? It's crazy. Yeah, okay. I sit down. The people sit with me for tattoo 17 hours. They complain, I fucking shoot them. What the fuck? <laughs> that. That's crazy. Yeah, it's fine. If I make a mistake, they go missing. Fuck it. Uh, you know? The fuck. The cultural divide when you're looking at like
1: tattoo as an art form, right? The moment you step outside of the U S tattooing is a fucking art form. Yeah. And it's, it's like revered up on a high level. And then like the, when you come back to the U S right. You're just seeing college kids are like, well, I got 30 bucks. I guess I'll give this (laughs) piece of shit. (laughs) <laughs> I got the stick
0: and poke Santa up. It just doesn't Amazon. make any sense. I did 47 tattoos with the same needle on the same day to people in my building. It was good. I made 140 bucks. It's fucking weird. Like, Oleg Tieranski. You ever heard of him? Fuck. Right. What the fuck, dude? And he's like, yes, I show people how to make badass arts. Look, I have procedures. Come and work in my school. I have 5,000 students. All of them are perfect. Fuck. Good tattoo school make, here. I make them perfect. <laughs> yeah. A tattoo school here, and it's like, okay, listen, we got whoever this fucking this is in Oregon too, right? So of course you got these guys who're just all methed out and being like, let's learn about the skin, ah, you know. You're like, what the fuck? How are you teaching people to do anything? It's not ah, ah, we know how to do art. Look, draw, draw an anchor, ah, you know, all right? Forty five hundred tattoo artists in the state that all just do traditional tattoos, and there is so much competition. You get a hundred clients a year maximum. What's with that? It's like, oh, well, you've been fucking so lucky, Brian, because you walk down there you're like, I know how to do big work. And people are like, what? Oh, I'll drive from the Dalles to come down and get some fucking work from this guy because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> There's no one in the state that knows how to do big work. You know? Essentially, I think that's the only thing that worked for me in Oregon.
1: <laughs> I didn't agree with any single motherfucker that lived there. Uh, I just couldn't connect with the people there a lot etc um i I don't really understand what it was but everybody just seemed to to like what i did as tattoo work and Mm -hmm. i was like yeah i just do big shit that's illustrative i don't know
0: yeah but uh make it look fucking cool yeah So anyone who's watching i'm taking over brian's tattoos in oregon because he can't travel anymore due to health consequences That's a way to put it, I guess. he doesn't fucking like you? How's that? Uh oh, that's funny. We started doing all this bullshit stuff and our fucking listeners on No No shot up to fucking 64. Right on No No, what up, dude? Is that 54 or 64? (laughs) I can't really tell. I'm bouncing around too much. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, so yeah so the machine stuff let's talk about that again there's no real difference about how this stuff is going to go yes you have to manufacture different types of maneuvers and stuff but i think if you know how to read the skin to my side yeah. all of this all the machine stuff becomes useless right
4: yeah i mean i just i figured it would be a, a somewhat uh engaging question to ask i That's mean good. obviously I'm biased because I started on rotaries. Um, I use both coil and rotary now oh, interchangeably. <laughs> I'm just <doing> <laughs> What? <coughs> What'd you oh. say? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, but yeah, no. I, I definitely uh, I, I can get that. I understand that that's uh, probably a, a very big bridge. Oh, man. For a lot of people.
0: We should do some academics. Don't
1: really I don't really give a fuck what type of machine somebody started on, because like, if you were to think about like just anything in the fucking world, like some asshole started on a rotary telephone, <laughs> you know, like it doesn't fucking make yeah. sense. Who gives a shit? Yeah. It's all the same fucking thing. It makes a needle go up and
0: down. You're yeah. just taking the place of doing this or this, just to this. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, it, who I gives a fuck a what? thing you use. Yeah, I don't need a machine to do a tattoo. I don't fucking do it either way. I don't give a fuck.
1: I can't say 210% without a single fucking doubt in the world that I can line a back piece 10 times faster with a coil machine than oh, I can with a
0: rotary. Handstand. I remember <laughs> that hearing that you say night. that on an uh, episode of the podcast. We could pull up some science. I've got a whiteboard inside the garage where we do all the videos and we could actually talk about the fucking science of this stuff and why it works. You know what I mean? Like It's not hard to, to describe it. Why don't we have fucking... I should have put it up like right here, right? I should just like hung it. So give it me like, let's do some schooling.
1: And hide all that awesome stuff behind you? Questions? I have
0: my baking soda and my canteens <laughs> and all of my tools. Da, 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 da. What's this? We, we make a We're lot tools. of crack rocks here. Ah, dude. <laughs> so many crack rocks, bro. <laughs> I don't have a microwave. You need a microwave to make that stuff, right? Baking soda, water, cocaine. Throw it in the microwave. You need a stovetop. That's no, microwave works faster. All right, I was going to say <laughs> two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me.
1: Um, let's move on to the next question. <laughs> right. We've never made cracker hooks before
4: people. <laughs> I don't know. Ryan sounded pretty confident in his answer about the microwave.
1: No, when you're younger and. There's experimenting with drugs and then there's experimenting with
0: drugs. Anyway, <laughs> to listen to, to Michael's fucking podcast where I talk about science and, and hallucinogens at length for a period of time and also seeing just how far the human body is willing to go before good punctuation, before it just decides to give up it's the kids on drugs podcast k period i period d period s on drugs thanks yeah bro fucking shout out
4: i should have said that earlier and i was talking about it Ah. super bad at pushing myself
0: Nah, you're good man should we get in should we get into because we're in our last hour of being live here should we get into the uh the listener questions properly
1: might as well yeah
0: Okay, let me pull them up here. <laughs> um, we had some good ones before. I don't know. I'm gonna check the. Uh, we'll check the messages here and see if we got any more from Brian's uh, stalker. We'll see. Oh. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see.
1: For a second, I was
0: really confused and then I remembered what you were talking about. I was like, oh yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> that did happen. I love him so much. You know, it's just like, oh, fuck it right on, dude. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I work a, wait. Well, let's see. Everyone here, we'll have a we'll have a four-way uh, response. We'll see if everyone kind of agrees on something here. I have an aftercare question that came into the website. And I figured we could fucking roll with this, all right? I work on a farm and I got a tattoo two days ago. Need to find a way to protect it from the sun, animals, and dirt. I'm worried because I don't want to wear a long sleeve uh, and the heat. It's very, very hot out currently. I work from 8 a.m. to 5:30 p.m. outside all day. What can I do to help take care of my tattoo? Boom. Yeah.
1: So how how big is their tattoo? <clears>
0: they <throat> didn't say. I'm guessing it's it's probably just going to be. Well, just let's let's lay it out as a, 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 a fucking basic. Inside forearm, top, you know, one eighth of the uh, arm size tattoo, palm size. Inside That's, forearm, simple.
3: I mean, style could also drastically change, you know, the the level because of. I feel like a
0: fine line like a mandala. versus yeah, yeah, mandala. Yeah, versus mandala like, versus like, like, like a, a new school, school
3: tattoo is going to be drastically different because mm-hmm. new school, the whole thing is an open wound that's what let's I do those my mind let's goes do the to.
0: polarization on those if you were to do one versus the other how much of an intervention on each one of those do you think that you should uh, uh take uh towards those and do you have any tips or tricks for people who are wanting to you know maybe they work a labor job somewhere and they're trying to figure out like hey like i'm really fucking worried i'm a welder or I work in construction, or I'm on a fucking fish and boat out in the fucking bay. Like you're trying to figure out something. Like, how do you keep that fucking tattoo safe a day or two after it got done?
4: I mean, I typically the... toss the Electroderm on everyone. And I suppose from there, whatever you need to you know, keep the tattoo.
0: Electroderm? What's that?
4: The Electroderm. Um, it's kind of like Sanoderm, but it's like
0: another a... second skin thing. A transparent yeah. adhesive bandage yeah right
3: that's probably what i would do i would derm them but obviously I would make if it sure. needs to, be out of the sun
2: yeah
3: that's, uh, sun yeah i mean being that. out of the sun being out of the sun's the hard part but like there's still a
1: lot more questions to be had there for that wait what do you mean let's go like, over this one we'll fucking get it it's fine Okay so like it's famously well known i do not give a shit for second skin or any of that nasty clear um, adhesive I knew shit. I knew you were going to have um, an
3: opinion on it as soon as i said it
0: uh,
3: I wanted to just, just get it out there poisoning the planet on. that's what i did fuck do. it
0: why well let's but, first, let's discuss why those work right why do these transparent adhesive bandages work even though they're fucking like and i did work with uh, 3m trying to get them reclassified for use in tattooing earlier in the year i spent three months advocating for this stuff so we could try to open it up they they should never be used in tattooing and these are the people who fucking develop the product i quizzed and queried uh, dozens of like dermatologists doctors surgeons etc about using this stuff they said no don't use that that's insane but yet we use in tattooing and i have a hypothesis about why i think it works and i wonder if you guys have an idea about it How many people,
3: the tat gods blessed us? That's what it is.
0: (laughs) How many people do you know (laughs) that say when it itches, give it a gentle slap?
3: A lot of people say that. Everyone's stepdad says that. Yeah.
0: So, how many people out there (laughs) will say that there's 10% of the global population has a tattoo, right? So, what do they do when it gets itchy? Oh, that feels better. I'm not itching it. I'm slapping it. Well, what do they do? They wash their fucking hands first. Right? Did they do anything? They're like, oh, hang I just got these fucking dingleberries. I got to pull up my hang on, this thing is itching. Right? And they're just like, it's silly. So what does it do? It creates a space where you're not introducing foreign bacteria or increasing competition to the area where it's at. Right? So it's just like it's it's creating a barrier between the tattoo and the fucking person wearing it. And that's my hypothesis as to why they work better than traditional aftercare routines. What do you think, Brian?
1: Yeah, I think it gives a. An identity of a barrier, right? So I'm not at all going to say that it's a 100% perfect barrier that works 210% of the time because it's fucking not, right? Yeah. And at the same time, the the whole other side of that, the amount of fucking people that are allergic to it and nasty yeah. shit that it causes and all that stuff. There's 2,200
0: so um, compounds inside of that adhesive, Twenty-two hundred ingredients. Can you fucking believe that? That's wild. I, I wanted that's to get the ingredient no, like, list, and the dude at 3M was like, oh, "Dude, like, I'd have to print you out a fucking PDF that's like fifty pages long." I'm like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah, it's really complex."
3: <laughs> what is the difference? What is the difference between like a burn and a tattoo? Like what? What is? Why is one acceptable and one not? Yeah. Because I okay, use here. it. So I'll, I'm gonna lay out my style. I use it, and I understand the allergens and people having reactions to yeah. it. I that I do understand, but I use it enough times on enough clients and don't get, mm-hmm. you know, they they have no issues with it. They so that's that is my my take on it. I've used it a lot, yeah. and I've used. I mean, I've used a few different ones. The Tegaderm patches yeah. are the ones that I'm most which, commonly probably going to use.
0: Which one of the Tegaderms is there? Because there's like 12 or 15 different ones inside of it. There's ones that the have 3M. Pieces. Just like plain Tegaderm, not Tegaderm, um, FIQ or F whatever, blah, blah, blah. No?
3: No, just plain okay. 3M Tegaderm. It comes <laughs> in the box and it's pre-sealed. Like each yeah, sheet yeah, yeah. is pre-sealed.
0: yeah. How, how, let me ask you a question as well about that. So how often when you finish a tattoo, is it super productive? Meaning that it's weeping or like actively oozing.
3: I mean, usually, but not like, so it's, it's going to weep because it's a whole, you know what I mean? I'm fully saturating the entire area. Yeah. So it is,
0: it's going to be productive, right? But we'll say like compare yeah. yours versus like, we'll say an industry standard of production. Cause I've seen some people put on those transparent bandages and it's like a fucking balloon of fluid against the outside of it when they're done. Right. Like how is yours in comparison yeah. with that?
3: Um, it probably wouldn't be.
0: It's not, we'll just consider too far it. Off. Extreme, I don't right?
3: see, I don't see it the next day um generally i assume that it's probably going to like plasma to the point where it might leak okay um and if it does i tell them to remove it clean it take care of it like normal Mm -hmm. if like if i'm gonna do it with my own tattoo i would rewrap it And the Tegaderm. Um, So
0: that's where this comes into play, right? So when the thing is actively producing wounds and you think about using Tegaderm in a medical setting, right? So let's say you have a diabetic foot ulcer on someone, right? Which is constantly weeping, constantly putting out fluids, constantly doing this, constantly doing that. So normally these, these products were developed for use in hospitals so that they could keep an open viewable window. So they could check on stuff, or right? You have a catheter that's going into somebody, you can make sure it's not blocked or there's not blood coming out or something else, right? And it's just for, for viewability, right? Which is why they started using plastic wrap to cover tattoos back in the day. Because as soon as they'd leave, people would just rip off the bandages that we used to put on them so that they could look at their shit, which is fucking annoying hell. <clears throat> so when you do that, the idea is, is that if it's backing up and filling up with fluid, Right. It's actually not positive for the tattoo. Now, this has been a weird misconception. I actually don't know why people start to say that those natural healing juices held against the tattoo were good because you think in a clinical setting, if you have like a catheter or an IV or something and it fills up with a bunch of fluid, the doctor is going to panic and get that shit off you like that. Right. Cause it's not, it's not good because it can skin. go stagnant. The fluid, exactly. Stagnant. Right. It's, okay. It can be resorbed yeah, into that- the body. Right. But at the same time, like you're saying, mm-hmm. like if it's after the first day, remove that. <laughs> And that's where we're actually going to look at where you take them being applied. Yeah, because at that point in time, if you let it dry out for a little while, what are you doing? You're allowing the body to develop a scab base and seal itself and it stops yes. being productive. And at that point in time, when you put it on, that shit is fucking great. No, it's great. Set it on then. Because it's not productive. So okay. That is my
3: my theory on it is that it takes. It takes you out of the equation. Yeah. It takes the, you know, it, it basically takes the person out of the equation because you are putting something there so they can't, you know, really actively touch it. It's not going to be a hundred percent, but they don't have enough access to it. To keep fucking that, it up. Yeah. To Keep fucking it up. Um, they're not going to pick it.
0: I'm not gonna um, overcare for it, right? It, oh, I'm just gonna put like gasoline yeah. on this like six times every hour to make sure it stays moist. I'm like, oh my god, what are you doing? You fucking psycho! Yeah. <laughs> See,
3: yeah. That, and that makes that makes sense, and that's how I've always done it on myself. Is like I've had to replace it because it's always, you know, it's plasmaing out to yeah. the point where, um, and like I will send extra. With clients, so they can rebandage it. The only problem that I have with having them rebandage it is, I want to make sure they're going to do it the right way. Because sometimes people put a bunch of petroleum jelly all over it, and then they'll try and wrap it, or they'll put lotion on, or whatever. Um, Or they won't wash it. They'll just take the other one off and put another one on. on. Yeah, and that I do try and tell people straight up: you want it to dry out. Like basically, take it off, wash it. Let it air dry, reapply. And then,
0: yeah. And that'll just
3: keep it from becoming problematic.
0: Yeah. That's one of the things that they had said too. It's just like to do that. If you were going to give people Tegaderm or other products to put onto it, if you gave it to them to put on the next morning, or you just sent it home and just leave it alone for 12 hours and then applied it, the rate of reaction to the products being applied to a fresh wound would actually drop significantly the people aren't doing that right because we need to put something on it when they leave to make sure that they're not going to get spit on by a hobo and mm-hmm. get gonorrhea and their tattoo when they leave the shop which rock and roll you district <laughs> seattle how's it going i had somebody pee on one of my clients once when they walked out of the fucking shop <laughs> get into a fist fight at nine o'clock on the fucking main drag through you District <laughs> with some fucking dude who's trying to piss on my client anyways
4: I always send people home with another sheet too, having to keep one on for a day, take it off, wash it, air dry, hit it with rubbing alcohol, throw a second one
0: on. Yeah, dry it out. Right, that's the biggest thing. Like the tegaderm and all these other things work if it's not productive. Those, those, like it's like a fancy TikTok thing now where people taking videos. They're like, look at all this fluid in here. You can think about any other thing. Imagine you had a surgical wound. You went home after having a surgery, had your appendix taken out or some shit. They put a tegaderm patch on top of it, and they're like, hey just go home. So you go home and that shit starts filling up with fluid. You'd be like, oh, that's good. These are the healing juices we want to see. You'd be like, fuck no. Take this shit off, right? Get the fuck off me. (laughs) That's one. And two, it's actually going to be based on the person's ethnicity as to how effective that these products are. Right. So the darker that your skin goes, the more melanin that you actually have in your skin. You have a higher transepidermal water loss factor that is occurring, right? The darker your skin in, in natural daylight, if you're out there, the more heat it actually absorbs and the harder or more forceful the body has to be in trying to cool it down. So it tends to exude more moisture coming off of it, right? Now the backing on these these Tegaderms and different types of adhesive bandages, or, um, acrylic backings are actually moisture sensitive, right? So they require some type of air moisture humidity for the glue to set effectively. Now too much it doesn't work, not enough it doesn't work, it has to be just right. But if you, the more moisture you put into within that good range, the deeper that that actual glue will settle into the skin. Cause it's actually being pulled down along through that, that uh, water loss factor that's happening <laughs> and it settles super duper deep into the skin. So you got somebody who's got really dark skin and they put that stuff on and they go to change it up the next day, right? Without allowing the body to naturally start shedding out enough skin that they can pull it off. They can actually, and I have so many photos of this. It's disgusting where they've removed their fucking skin and the shape of that patch. And they have taken away the entire melanized layer of their skin
4: Dude,
0: you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, for the Sanidorm, rest of their man, life, hardcore. it's albinism, right? They've removed all of that shit. It's gone. And then they just have this like square patch of white ass skin on their dark ass body. I'm like, oh my God. They're so like, well, one, they didn't remove it, right? But they just lift it up instead of peeling it back over itself. Like you have to like take it, right? And you pull it way back, you pull it gently right along the top of the surface, except of just try to pull it off. Which I think that's really hard to fucking tell the people, <clears throat> but also when you I tell it, people it's to, on it. yeah,
3: I tell people to like find whatever spot is worked loose mm-hmm. and pull. I do tell them to pull towards them, but like kind of gently tug it, just because it breaks instead yeah. of so trying to just wrench like rip it, it, off it off towards is, the tattoo. You know, pull away it. and loosen yeah. it, and then. Yeah. And you can pull it off.
0: You can use mineral oils and the Vaseline or any other type of uh, petroleum-based substance to actually help loosen that stuff up as well. Uh, which is I'm doing in the shower. Yeah, because I feel like <laughs> Real you quick. have. Huh. It's yeah.
1: Have you guys been paying attention to how
0: stupidly overcomplicated all of this sounds? <laughs> oh, no, I know. But I mean, yeah, a lot of people are using might as well. So this is one of the reasons why using this stuff is so fucking difficult right? Oh, because man. it's not a one size fits all application. This is something I've been advocating for a long time. If we're going to use it, we should know why. As a tattooer, you should understand how to fucking apply it to multiple different skin types. It's not just like you set, Bo. See you Tattoo next month.
1: is a surface abrasion. If you it's do it right. No more harmful than a rash.
0: If you do it right. You don't
1: need special bandages for a rash. If you're if you're like <laughs> fucking just absolutely you have to have that bandage for your tattoo to heal correctly, then you're doing something fucking wrong. You know, you're I see it. you're kind of damaging the fucking skin too much. <laughs> you're a relying on, Wyatt it, on the bandage.
0: That's that one and done idea which I can see have a new school stuff. Like you're trying to fucking get that. You'll remove the fucking epidermis to get all those blends in Jesus Christ. And if you have a protective thing, I could see it working actually really well. No. Personally, I could see it working really well. I mean, I
3: don't know you new school. You're definitely pushing the skin to its limits. Yeah. I, I see it as it's worked. It's worked well for me and my clients in the past. Yeah. And if, if I don't have to go back and completely rework this skin again, because this person couldn't handle the fact that the tattoo is a lot more, you know, there's a lot more open skin and yeah. some people won't take care of that. Well, and I like to put one other thing between the client and a bad heel. You know what I mean? That's, That's the true. way I look at it. Dude,
1: I can understand that where Bob the builder tattoo out. that I did. So many blends pure saturation from one fucking tip all the way down to the other side of the tattoo. The fucking tattoo took us like seven hours in a literal like six inch space. Tattoo healed perfect. No bandage. Did you do
3: that on Cassie?
1: No sanitizer. Yeah.
3: Okay. Let me stop you there. You did that tattoo on somebody who gets tattooed very regularly, who knows exactly how to take care of that tattoo. Well, that, those two. That's factors? what I was going to explain.
1: <laughs> Once again, <clears throat> no bandage, no sanitizer. Letting the dogs jump all over that motherfucker, constantly having dog hair and bullshit and whatnot all over it, et cetera. It's still a perfectly fine tattoo. It, there's, you? there's so much shit that doesn't really become necessary in tattooing that we try
0: to pretend mm-hmm. is necessary. Hey, the fucking link isn't you, working.
3: You told me something, or you had posted something a while ago,
0: Brian. That's that why none of this shit is working. Sorry, go ahead, Carl. I'm just fucking oh, complaining.
3: <laughs> that is why, why I approach tattoo healing the way that I do, and why, like, basically why I do everything the way that I do, where you talk about keeping like a balance, and you know, like, you want the skin to feel normal for what's going on you know what i mean you don't want it to be moisturized you don't want it to be dry you want it to feel you know normal and to basically maintain that level that's hard for a lot of people to do because some people are overzealous and they over apply shit constantly constantly some people don't do it enough some people you know what i mean they don't understand what you're trying to go for so since i've been explaining to people to try and keep that balance you know not moisturized not dried out just right in the middle healthy feeling that's helped but still people can't like people don't
0: i mean you can physically show people what to do i think that what happens is physically show people (laughs) people end up looking at a fucking tatsy wound and they think it's different than something else because they had to pay to get fucking hurt you know like you get shot like, with a fucking gun versus you get shot the with Very gun beginning you paid. You paid to fucking have it happen. You're gonna be like, wow, this wound is really special to me, versus like fuck, I just got shot, you know.
1: But the very beginning of this conversation weeding from Carl and uh Mike yeah. saying Santa dermer, whatever the fuck, dermer, dermer. Yeah. Um was simply <laughs> put it's just a practice of idiot proofing a process. Yeah. It, Yes. It removes stress from a tattoo artist and it removes stress from the client. But it's absolutely not necessary. And it will, it absolutely can 210% really badly affect your fucking client. You know, Uh, it it doesn't take much for them to have a severe reaction to that shit. I literally just tattooed a guy uh, two days ago who showed me pictures of his buddy's back. His buddy went to a different tattoo shop got sanoderm put on the fucking fresh tattoo that went all the way across his shoulder blades three days later had a massive fucking outbreak his whole goddamn Mm. upper back just massive dermatitis all over it yeah it's a huge possibility you you could definitely do fucking more harm than good Mm. and on that note i don't use it i will not advocate for it but there. I mean, it is what it is. People are gonna use it. Some people are not gonna use it. I don't give a fuck if you use it. I'm just saying I don't fucking want to use it, and I won't use
0: it. Yeah, I think to use it be there any, There's uh Too many fucking are people art art questions? using it. on <laughs> <laughs>
3: fun question, so, Carl.
0: I'm
3: Actually, fucking... I got this.
0: I got an art question for you, Carl. I've been looking at some of the stuff that you've been putting up over the past couple weeks. It's fucking rad, dude. Some of the artwork that Thanks, you've been putting man. up on Procreate and going across to it. And I'm wondering like, so the standard practice inside the side of applying a tattoo is going from dark to light. Is that how you approach your tattoos as well when you're applying them?
3: Pretty much contrast.
0: Yeah.
3: I I, yeah, I, I dedicate a light source and I push as much contrast as I can.
0: Yeah. So nice. when you're doing the application, you'll start like fucking blacks, dark purples, dark blues, greens, you blah, 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 and you got the, um,
3: like the white highlights no, at I the works. end. I work from the top to the bottom. Oh, you do? Um hmm.
0: yeah. Two completions like, I, section I, by section.
3: Yeah. So I but yeah, I I generally work dark to light. Hmm. Um, but um yeah, I guess, yeah. I work dark to light, but like also top to bottom. I don't like put darts in my whole tattoo yeah. first.
0: <laughs> you that don't work sense. through like line work, black shading, mid tone color, fucking soft blends coming off oh. that and highlights through or I do well. No, I. I guess I do
3: line. I line everything out, and then I work. Oh, okay. With, like my color from top to bottom.
0: Mm. That's cool. How about you, Mike? What do you do? Mm. Do, you, do you run it the same way? Sorry, I kind of spaced. Like dark to...
4: <laughs> didn't even well, hear mean...
0: the question. You do old school Dude, stuff, so of course she'll so. go like fucking line work, solid black shading, one third yeah. of it, one third color. Pray for the rest, right?
4: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I don't. Most of the things that I'm doing aren't usually any bigger than, you know, maybe a little bigger than like hand size, which I suppose for me is probably like, I don't know, eight inches, eight and a half inches tall, maybe six inches wide. For the most part. I mean, it's just, not, <sighs> it's not often that I'm not stickering things up, which I know I've heard you guys fucking
0: slaying <laughs> the sticker tattoos. That's yeah. no, fine. Yeah, no, but... it's part and parcel, right? There's that idea. We I've been talking a lot about that in the past, the fast fashion of tattoos. Now you walk and yeah. you're like, this is nice. I could see a nice little bluebird on my shoulder. And then you just like get it and you fuck off. Right. It's not like I'm identifying through. I think when people get something from like Brian, they have to like, this is something that is me, right? This guy can fucking make it. All right, dude, here's my idea. I want a fucking demon fucking a horse, but the horse is vomiting out this other demon that's fucking the other <laughs> demon. And I want to be across my chest. And I want there to be like little baby angels fucking smoking crack pipes. Can you make this happen? Be like, I don't know.
4: While I'm holding broken light bulbs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Why do you want to get that? Be like, oh, because I'm metal as fuck. Like, hang on. Let me show you metal. And then he'd do something. press come back, go, what the fuck is this? You'd be like, yeah. Like that fucking band. God love those guys. I listen to their music, too. Did you see that album cover that Brian did? Oh, my gosh. It was rad. Did you listen to the, the music that they make? It's uh, no. It's EDM, it's dude. It's It was fucking trance music. Yeah, He's That's got awesome. this, like, fucking... Satan, like, only something a fucking Irish person could make up about church. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Brian. How do you approach color, Brian? You just go right through it? Just fuck it?
1: No, I'm pretty systematic when I tattoo. So I tattoo from whatever's just closest to me. So not necessarily top or bottom. I don't know, but just Whatever I can reach fucking first, depending on how they're weighing. Yeah. Um, I'll do everything just however the fuck works in that area first. So like, if it's a light color there, I just tattoo the light color. If it's a dark yeah. color there, I just tattoo the dark color. I don't give a fuck about any particular um, dark to light or white to dark or something like that. But I work sections and all the way up to completion. Ooh. And then as I'm tattooing um uh, those sections are kind of safeguarded while I'm tattooing the next section. Ah. And so on and so on and so on. Mm. But uh I do a lot of weird shit when I tattoo. So like I'll do all my black lines and then like if I if I have really specific color areas, yes. those color areas get lined with colors before yeah. they're filled and like, there's a there's a whole dumb thing <laughs> that goes on so my tattoos take forever
0: mm-hmm. i got gotcha. you same yeah have you ever noticed that like if you start a piece that's we'll say larger than palm size and you bounce around inside of it people don't sit as long
1: yeah i mean like that's kind of the reason of why you want to start and work section by section up.
0: yeah it's ascending right i always seen that stuff because right, it's not sleeve, paper i'll just you know? fucking work right if i go like from here to up here to in here and the back over here and the back down there and then over here and then over there and the blah 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 you know and like you get like six changes and they're like man fuck like this really hurts versus if you I just I feel like, like it's
3: confusing
0: go,
3: you know? i feel like it's confusing to track <laughs> if you're working here here and here and here i feel like you lose your light source like oh, things fuck, start yeah, to get dude. inconsistent <laughs> you're like i feel like i work that way because i like i start these things with that light source in mind so yeah, as i'm building it out i'm following my light source as it hits yeah. each shape and like out so like i'm right. constantly thinking about it i think that makes well, on it, top of
1: that it, if you're jumping around like fucking crazy while you're working like you're you've destroyed your palette halfway through that
0: tattoo oh fuck yeah I you know I've so- a lot of younger people. I'll be at like a convention and I'll wa- watch someone doing like a sleeve in eight hours to try and win tattoo of the day. And I'm like, and they're just like, bop, 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 and the person's just fucking grunting, right? They're just fucking, ah, and they're like, wow, check it out. Sick this sleeve is. I got it done in six hours. It's biomech and there's 67 colors in the whole fucking thing. Jesus Christ, I can see a bunch of spots are pretty muddy when you hit that yellow, buddy boy. Uh, (laughs) That's just me. I figured that out like years ago. I was like, I just start here and then move up nice and slow. The people are like able to adapt to the pain as it goes, right, they're not having to like keep identifying new fucking wounds like they're getting gunshot, you know, everywhere start with, you know, something easy, work it into it, one hour in, moved all the shit spots, get the shit spots out of the way, and then slowly start working back towards the easy things, boss boss, right? That's me, though.
4: There was this girl in Philly that was getting tattooed, like, maybe a a row or two down from where we were, and she was just like, oh, like, everyone (laughs) in the whole fucking place could hear it going on. I think she was getting her, like, inner thigh tattooed, I don't know. I didn't didn't stop by to see, but I could hear it, dude. It was like all day. That's
0: the fucking worst. I I had this one guy tattooed. He's this Frenchman. His name was Rial Loutit. He's his big mother. He was fucking huge. He was like, he's like 5'10, maybe six foot, but the size of a double door fridge front to back. He was fucking enormous as a human being. We did his calf. So I took like a paper fucking wrap, mapped his calf, and it's the size of my back. My whole back, just his calf. I was like, but we put like 200 plus hours into his leg. He's just huge. So we do like everything, right? We get to that inside thigh. He used to come in and he'd sit three days in a row, 12 hours each day. One, two, three, 12, 12, 12. You do 36 hours back to back. He's a fucking monster. We got to the inside of his thigh, seven hours done. Crazy. <laughs> I worked two days around his knee. One was the outside. Next day was the inside of his knee, all the way around it, solid fucking color, new school shit, nothing. He got to the inside thigh, he was like, "Jesus, this doesn't feel good." I'm like, well, "Let's fucking go, buddy." <laughs> that dude,
1: highly safeguarded area. You have that giant artery and giant nerve system running through there. Oh, so it's fucking rough. It's man. just the number one place where your body's like you don't go there
0: (laughs) yeah leave me alone fuck off even like tattooing armpits are fine right they just bleed and swell a whole bunch but usually people can sit through them fine which i don't know like you know whatever if i see somebody's got a huge tattoo on the inside their thigh i'm like you are fucking metal that's crazy along the butt line the butt back thigh like hamstring line jesus anyone's got their tushy tattooed anyways for me it's a fucking yeah you're fucking tough as hell because that's awful awful you got to sit in a weird spot try to stretch it right it fucking bleeds a lot it swells a lot every time i sit down they're like whoa you know healing's a pain in the ass hey like everything about it's bad Ugh. that anyways maybe i've tattooed too many butt cheeks in my day
3: <laughs> i'm fucking so ryan butts. oh yes how's that uh how's that ipad treating you i've you hadn't gotten it i think last o'clock <laughs> But I saw you did get it. Yeah.
0: yeah, I have been kind of. Now I, I I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. Brian's been helping me with some stuff, but it's it's really slow. It's really slow for me. I I am on paper, I'm so efficient, you know. And I don't understand the layers and how to get all this stuff to work out. So most of the designs I've been doing have just been like single layer shit trying to figure out how to draw it like I'm on a pencil, which is that's stupid.
3: It's kind of what I do uh. to a point. I'm real sloppy. I'm not organized with my layers, but I feel like it does slow me down. I feel like with another medium, I would probably be quicker. Yeah. But I don't think that's the worst thing in the world because it forces me to take a lot of time on an area.
0: Yeah. Yeah, to polish and it, I, dude, and really get yeah, to know you it.
3: Have
0: to polish it. Yeah, dude. And I'm with you on that, man. Yeah, some of the things I noticed, and, and Brian was saying this before is like do it to create your line work. Right. If you want to take the line work, print it out, and go and play with it, or even do like a quick color study on there, like that's fucking really cool. It's fun, like setting that fucking alpha lock, you know, and you do the fucking color and you can do the shading. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's fucking cool. And I mean, how quickly. You can just change a tone. Yeah. It's fucking... That's awesome, right? But... I have been... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's good, dude. Um, my, my I've been rhetorical. using... <laughs>
3: I've been using the acrylic brush to sketch with and, like, build... Like, basically build the entire thing. Like, sketch it out, paint it, like, tighten everything with that brush. And I feel like it has giving me a little jump in my art ability lately.
0: That because... fucking that witchy type. I don't know what the fuck that thing was. The hair and things you've put up. That was yeah. fucking really cool, dude.
3: Thanks, man. That yeah. was one of the first ones I did. And actually, I just took on an apprentice. So I... Hey. Um, yeah,
0: Cool, yeah. dude. I've... Right on.
3: So, but taking on Welcome an apprentice, Paris, I dude. felt like... <laughs> I needed yeah I know right I felt like I needed to um just push myself a lot harder like show up way harder every single day just because like I can't tell somebody to go home and drop I'm not going home and drawing like so um but yeah so it's kind of made me push myself and start like everything i've been tattooing lately is pretty much like done in that you know i build it up with like i sketch yep. it in that acrylic paintbrush and then i build it all up and try and tighten it with that <laughs> then, yeah dude. you know i get varying degrees of completeness with the um with, like with that drawing like i'll usually get it you know good enough like you know not like like all the forms are there and then i can tighten it all up with yeah. an outline yeah dude and then um but I noticed the ones that I, I usually always get enough of a value study and that I can just dump colors into it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's made, it's made art and tattooing more fun lately because I feel like every tattoo, I just feel like I'm painting.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love What's one. Madder?
4: Yeah. She mad.
0: Oh, she big cool. mad.
4: Gentlemen, I actually have to get going here. Thank you for having me. It was cool to hang I out.
0: As well. Hi Michael. It was good talk to everybody. Meet you.
3: you want to say hi? Why don't you say hi to everybody? Hi. Hey, hi, this is Harlow, and um. she's about to turn one. Yeah, there you go. Hey. You just want to be on TV, huh? <laughs> hmm. Yeah. 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 it's good to meet you, though, man. You too, mm. you too, dude. I will. I'm gonna shoot you a message. I just followed you on Instagram, so I'll DM you and we'll we'll talk, dude. Let's do an
4: art Hell night. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Tight. Oh yeah. Well, guys, it was good to see you. Everybody have see a good you. night. Be Thanks safe. Thanks,
0: coming on, buddy. We'll talk to you later. Yeah. Eh? you too, man. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think that the uh, whole like thing. I think that there's there's a purpose for it. I I I have reservations thinking that relying on it too much to create something that is supposed to be so perfect or so this or so that kind of takes away some of the variance that's naturally going to occur in tattooing. Like long term, <gasps> it creates possibly some unrealistic unrealistic expectations about what a finished product can look like. That's on like this like weird tattooer side on the art side of stuff. I think it's really fucking cool. Like if I was as proficient at it as Brian, like fuck dude. You know what I mean? Like if I could tattoo like this fucking dude, like just I don't know. Like, I think it'd be easier. But I'm always figuring out all these other, like, weird technical things and trying to figure out, like, the mechanics and stuff. It's fucking waste. Like, Brian did the um, the banner for the, the advertisement for this thing. How long did that take you, Brian? It was like a fucking couple hours, you know?
1: know? Yeah, maybe two hours.
0: That's fucking insane. I it and then I drove year. to work and finished it. That would take me like a week to do. You know what I mean? If I were to do it on, on paper, I could get it done in a couple hours, but, you know it's just slow it's a learning process like i've got to unlearn photoshop and the other programs i was using before to do this stuff and i've got to try to focus on this other stuff and everyone wants you to spend like a thousand dollars on these brushes to create you know all these effects i just make my own yeah i just use
3: yeah i use whatever is in there and figure it out like i just that acrylic brush my apprentice was doing a. Like, I told her for her homework to do, like, a caricature of her husband, and, like, she likes Kelly Doty, so I was like, look at Kelly Doty's stuff, and, like, yeah. you know, try and do something similar to that, and just to force her to, like, identify with the style and, you know, make her own with that, yeah. and um, she did that, and also included him holding their cat, and it was, right it was really, really cool, but she couldn't figure out how to do the hair, so... Oh, with just like one of the random brushes that was hair. in there it ended up actually being the acrylic brush but dude i f- i found the perfect one you just push it up in the direction of the brush and it makes these perfect little strokes
0: oh cool i'll have to check that one out yeah thank you yeah that's cool
3: but i don't know also i i've been finding a lot of like little gems in procreate lately but none that necessarily make tattooing faster or easier but it's been fun to create
0: with yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I will have to check some more stuff out. I'll get it eventually.
4: It's, everyone it, else, yeah,
0: yeah. Like Brian, you've got like you know years and years on this. I've got a couple months, and it's it's okay. It's just you know, I'm old. I find the older making I get, real art. The way I am to fucking like change.
3: <laughs> making real <life> art is always <laughs> going to be the most fun. It's just it's so not feasible for me right now mm-hmm. to set up a canvas, and
0: paint, and... Oh, dude, with kids? This thing has been fucking I, I can't. No, it's been yeah, awesome. Dude. If I can, like, undo shit by doing the double tap finger thingy, which is funny as fuck, right? Like, I'm just like, eh. If a kid jumps on me and kicks me in the face, I'm just like, okay, undo, right? Which is fucking great. Because uh, it's, it's Maybe, crazy. I'm not going to so. point out that Norman Rockwell had kids, but... Yeah. <laughs> he had a studio separate. He wasn't like, hey, kids, come here and... Sit on me while I paint this fucking photo that I've something something mocked up from before.
3: <laughs> well, I'm boys,
0: coffee. this has yeah. been
3: real. I apologize. I do gotta head out a little bit early too. We got some plans. We're going. No to this Local Batavia festival. But thank nice. you for having me on again. Oh, nice. Um, mm. this is fun. Yeah, dude. Some some local fun stuff. Me and my girl are gonna take our kids over there and just walk around see what's going
0: on. That's cool. Yeah. Oh. As soon as you get off, I'm gonna grill Brian. We're gonna bring out Dr. Brian, uh, PhD, and we're gonna have Brian answer some listening questions, which I think is fun. Yeah.
3: Well hell yeah, that'll be awesome. <laughs> well boys, I will uh yeah. I'll reach out to you. I think we should do an art, an art night we soon, should do a fucking night digitally art or whatever. Yeah. But Zoom I'll <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right, boys. Well, you guys have a good one, and I will see you soon.
0: Right on, dude. Thanks for coming right, on take Carl. it easy. So, Doctor Brian PhD, what do you think of everything so far? How are you doing? What do you mean? Just checking in with you. How do you like the 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 aspect or feel of a live stream versus all this other shit?
1: I mean, this is essentially just what we do every weekend.
0: So, <laughs> just figure we could just keep this going with something else try to get more people involved once a week on Sunday just fucking chill out you know
1: makes sense
0: yeah and then as, if we get some of those like big guests you know we're like hey I don't want you to add this and we'll be like well we can't deal with it now it's live right so I think that would be kind of fun too <laughs> right just,
1: just remove any possibility of being able to fix mistakes
0: That's you let's just fucking run off that razor wire and just have fun people make sure that you're really thinking about this being as political as you can when you're answering your stuff like dr john that was so fucking great with him it's "Ah." like you can just talk shit it's fine he's like no no i can't yeah Yeah,
1: he's he's used to the environment that he's had to work in and all that shit you know he can't
0: just relax and chill the fuck out just fucking have a good time everything's gonna be okay We'll only talk a little bit of shit. That's fine. All right. <clears throat> How do you feel about doing another one or two questions, dude? Go for it. All right. Uh, okay. Let me see here. Rolling down. Oh, oh man. The sickness is getting to me. Um, <sighs> oh, what alternatives to vitamin A and D ointment can I use while making a tattoo? There's well, a good one, Dr. Brian. PhD. That was a
1: good question. You could go to any tattoo supply company and see hundreds and thousands of different talking products that you can use.
0: There we go. That's fucking fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Brian, PhD, answering your questions. Uh, here's another one for you. Apprentice here, I struggle stretching areas of skin uh, uh, like on the thigh. And I'm wondering how best to position them. I have my first thigh tattoo coming up. And I'd really like to know more. You got any tips? (laughs) So many of these questions are so open ended. Let's just go, let's just break it down. (laughs) Top top the thigh. Your thigh is
1: already pretty tight skin, right? Mm -hmm. Almost zero people in the industry have an issue stretching skin on the thigh. Yeah. Like you could just have your client laying flat down. And when you're thinking in terms of stretching the skin, right, we're not like actively trying to pull the skin apart as hard as we can. If you take the skin and apply pressure to the skin in an area, the skin between your fingers then becomes tight. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like you're it's not a, a loose, weird gelatinous oh. thing that you have to like try to pull as tight as you can. Mm. The idea of Stretching the skin more pertains to pushing pressure onto the skin because that pressure will pull the skin tight.
0: Yeah. Oh, what we're trying to do is time that up, right? We we talked about this before, I think, right, with the timing. It's like a guitar string, right? If your machine's running at a certain revolutions, if the skin is pulled taut enough so that it is matching that waveform and coming up to meet the needle as it's coming down, because your stretch is effective, right. it's gonna decrease the amount of work that your machine needs to do actually get in the skin the only thing
1: i've ever uh really noticed when people are having like issues stretching skin is that the hand that they're trying to stretch skin with is also the hand that they're trying to spread uh glide with or you know like their ad ointment or whatever the fuck so their hands are slimy as shit and then they're trying to stretch so there's no friction happening they can't actually do anything just sliding Uh, as
0: they pull Yeah, yeah yeah
1: right so instead you know you stretch the skin first apply your hydrophobic solutions and then tattoo, right? Like, this hand never leaves the skin. You just no. stretch, a.k.a. apply pressure directionally, apply all your shit and tattoo it. You're just going to have no issues there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <gasps>
0: good answer i think that's great
1: especially on a thigh like the thigh is the easiest
0: place to fucking tattoo that's why everyone wants to tattoo them right it's like i don't have to work when i get on the thigh outside thigh you just lay them on their side i start tattoos pointing up done you just sit in your chair just it's like the closest to working on some type of other medium that you're ever going to get is a fucking thigh right it's not like i'm working on inside arm or like up by like the shoulder junction that soft crepe papery fucking flexible skin center right. spine going down, that all just comes down to positioning when you do shit like that, anyways, right? Like that's not a big deal. The idea is, right? You want to position your client in a way that you don't have to work as hard. They'll do ninety percent of the job well, for you.
1: That and you you don't want your client to feel like they're like breaking something while they're getting tattooed, you know? Because if you're if you're causing unjust pain while causing the tattoo yeah. pain. Then they're gonna have a miserable <laughs> fucking experience.
0: Give them parameters, let them take care of themselves and have good communication for them to say, Hey, this isn't really comfortable. But you take care of yourself as a right. tattooer. So now all fucking tattooing sideways, all bent over and all stupid and shit, right? Like you're just doing your fucking job. That works. Works. Here's gonna be another good one for you. Ready? All right. I've noticed that many professional tattoo artists pull fine lines with a one to three liner and others pull thicker lines with a five plus liner. Uh, Is it easier to overdo it using one grouping rather than the other? And we'll just like focus this on, especially when you're first starting, do you find it would be easier to blow out lines with a smaller grouping?
1: Oh, is that their question? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was just like, what do you mean you noticed that they did fine lines with fine needles yeah i know thicker it's thicker lines like common, with thicker, thicker needle needles it's like you didn't yeah. notice that's
0: just what happens mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't take a 13 round liner to run fucking small single needle details
1: yeah but have you is seen there, yeah, their blowouts. question is it's easier to blow out smaller needles yeah smaller needles are far more flexible and unpredictable if you don't know what you're doing so yes they can be easier to blow <laughs> shit out on yeah um i'm assuming what they're talking about is just topical blowouts yeah not so, the, not, the not blow like deep crazy yeah. fucking psycho shit uh and all that's really going to boil down to is your angle right correlation to what needle grouping you're using yep. your machine speed if it's just running fast as fuck and oversaturating like crazy yeah um and then obviously like just technique you know if you're stretching too tight, stretching too loose, all the above. So I mean, like technically, yes, a single needle is like the easiest thing that you can blow out a line with just because of how flexible and crazy it is while you're running it.
0: So yeah, we've all seen that, right? The first time that you use a single needle, everyone does this. <laughs> They're like, oh, this is like a seven and you start and you've got a very slow hand motion and that needle all of a sudden just goes bloop, into the skin sideways or something you're like fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, so Especially
0: like if we're thinking about <laughs> needle gauges, I mean,
1: like for the most part, if you're on the market there, like you you can't find an eight gauge single needle. No, because they're single way needle. too flexible.
0: Yeah, they'll fucking right? bend all over. So yeah, like,
1: like the market itself knows that these things are just dumb ideas. Yeah, single needles,
0: <laughs> you'll find a twelve with three tapers. Right, you get like short, mid, long. That's it. It's not going to be right something else. Yeah just try to find out but yeah i buy
1: bug pin threes and a replace
0: or say oh yeah for the single needles because they have a little bit more structure at the three needles and then they will hold them a little bit more rigid going down smarter right less likely to blow out yeah i only do single needle work yeah fuck off um that's a good answer dude i like that anyone who's listening there you go (laughs) don't be stupid how's that Um, i know what it boils down to yeah Here's one for you. What's the hole? Dr. Brian, PhD, what is the hole on the tattoo tube for? I'm thinking they're talking about the vent, the vent hole at the top. I at your inkwell? Yeah. The, yeah, the mm-hmm. well hole versus the output hole, right? I mean,
1: essentially you would need airflow because if you don't have any, there's just a vacuum created in there and the ink won't come out.
0: There you go. Super simple. I have seen some cartridges with two. Oh, yeah, I've seen those too, dude. I was wondering what that was for, I and mean, I'm wondering if there's like an airflow effect that's going on there because the bladder, right, moving on some of those ones, if it's creating a negative space or pressure. Maybe. Sleep, it has to allow some stuff out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can see, like, uh, right, so
1: I, the barrier at the top, I could see actually having a percussive force. Yeah. So it's just phew, giving it an extra escape route. Yeah. But um. At the same time, they really piss me off. I have a couple cartridges at the tattoo shop that have the dual holes in them, and the one (laughs) goes farther down. And like when you are filling up your well, it'll run out the hole. Oh no (laughs) shit! So you can't actually
0: fill the well; you can only do like small, like quarter. You can if you if
1: you hold it at the right angle and sit like that. Oh dude, that's
0: gonna be pushing people to hold their shit super fucking flat, hey? So it doesn't spill out. Like you gotta keep it really steep. That's.
1: well, it doesn't do it as much when you're actually tattooing. It's just oh. when it's
0: filling. When it's filling. Oh, okay. So. I gotcha. Don't overfill your fucking wells, anyways. All right, you're gonna like this one. This is gonna be right up your alley, Doctor Brian PhD. Can you cross hatch in a tattoo? I mean,
1: yeah. That's literally like a quote-unquote technique. <laughs> while people are tattooing.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, that's good. I mean, think Uh, about, like, if if somebody's just color-packing or just generally shading, they're cross-hatching.
0: Oh, that's so fucking funny. Jesus Christ. All right, here's another one for you. I work as a baker. Okay, Katana. (laughs) If I get yeast in my tattoo, will I get a yeast infection?
1: It's possible. You can get a yeast infection if you spill beer on your tattoo.
0: There you go. (laughs) Man, I'm so fucking sick. Imagine that shit. I've heard of that too. People get their feet tattooed going out to the bar afterwards, spilling a fucking beer, and then just get this nasty, white, milky mess on top of their fucking foot the day after. they like, right. I don't know what happened. Is there anything that went wrong with your? I'm like, well, what happened? Did you get in the sun? No, not in the sun. Did you go swimming? No, no swimming. what did you do last night? I got super drunk. It spilled beer everywhere. Well, fucking Jesus Christ. All right. Well, that can cause a bit of an issue. Um, got a lot of stuff about aftercare recently uh how about this one when you do a tattoo is the ink going to go in the bloodstream and move throughout your body if you get tattooed by a
2: psychopath
0: considers <laughs> <laughs> the pigment can't move through the body right like the ship the right. carrier fluid is going to be resorbed or pushed out as it's healing it's just going to happen that's just what happens um One of the worries and I think we were talking about this earlier with the reach regulations is the fact that some of the pigments that we use nowadays, more commercially than others, things can move and migrate into the body more quickly. But because they're being carried along through that immunological route, like macrophages are pulling them into the body, right? And they're they're taking them into the lymphatic system. What's been found is that the lymph nodes near a tattoo that's been done end up getting super duper duper tattooed. Almost like a coal miner's lungs, you know, when they breathe in the coal, it doesn't just disperse fully through their body. It just gets captured in there and ends up staying and tattooing their lungs. We're noticing this with lymphatic tissues as well. It
1: just depends also, on the- very At the body. same time, when we're tattooing, like we're really not that deep while we're tattooing. And when we do hit capillaries, things of that nature that are under the underlying surface,
0: yeah, the blood will literally push it out. It should. Yeah. One because thing it means... moves
1: one directionally.
0: Yeah yeah it's an inflammation excretion right which is good it's a safety thing that our body does the other thing is that we get to worry about the healing of the tattoos with certain types or sizes of pigments we're talking about nanoparticle disbursements right with like whites or blacks the smaller that that particle gets sometimes they can migrate into cells which is fucking super scary right or if they're so small, they'll end up rupturing and causing destruction in the cells until they end up falling all the way down to the bottom layers of the skin and then can be absorbed into the body. I mean... I was good in the background. I'm pretty sure I literally <laughs> had bones tattooed before. Oh, so. yeah. Back in the day, fucking hook that motherfucker out four and a half mils, turn it up to 13 and pray, right? Uh, that's so funny. Let me go on the other channel here and then figure out... Uh, a couple other ones that we've got here. Did it Did do? You had any good questions this week asked you?
1: I'm going to say no. no. Works, I mean, too. I had a really extensive conversation about the Sanidermon show shit like that that we already talked
0: about yeah. earlier. That's <laughs> essentially my answer is no. It doesn't make any sense to do it. I mean, it's I can understand it in some cases. You know, I think that comes down to the person doing this stuff. Cause I don't want to be like super like get fucked, you know, like you need to not do this, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, you don't need to do it. You don't have to be fancy to do a good tattoo. You can just do a good tattoo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Here's one for you. Okay. Why do we shave the area before doing a tattoo? Dr. Brian? there's a couple of things going into there.
1: Uh, one, like we can't see a lot, you know, like our eyes aren't microscopes and your hair can actually hold on to a lot of different stuff. But at the same time, uh, for the same reason that a surgeon would shave you before they operate or anything like that. So your hair is actually incredibly strong. Yeah. Right. And it has the power and ability to break the tips of needles uh, Dole down scalpel blades, etc. All of this other shit, like it can actually cause a lot of issues. And then at the same time, we don't want to end up like sewing that shit into your skin. So there's a there's quite a an array of complications that body hair <laughs>
0: can cause. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. That's super funny. I remember the the one question that I I asked, I think when my first like year or two of tattooing was like, well, why are we doing all the shaving? And I was tattooing like some Greek dude or something. I had like super duper duper thick hair, right? It was just basically like fucking beard cubes all over his entire body. And the dude just like literally took a needle. He's like, You see this? And he tapped it on the counter. He says, Go look at it under an eye loop. And I was like, All right. And I was like, That's ah, all fucked up. He's like, That's that dude's entire body. He's like, Plus, how are you going to set the stencil? <laughs> I was like, Oh, right. Yeah, that works. <clears throat> Did you know? In the past little bit, there's been studies done in the surgical field to see if razors versus clippers can result in a better healed wound.
1: I mean, <laughs> I, I don't care for the answer to that question. I'm just going to do whatever gets the fucking hair out of the way.
0: <laughs> yeah, so clippers result in a better healed wound because evidently like taking a blade and scraping the top of the skin is going to remove some you know stuff, fuck with microbiome stuff like that, it just makes common sense but why don't we do it in tattooing could you imagine coming in after Gary from Gary Indiana who's just like the dude I'm going to throw out for the rest of our fucking time doing this show Uh, and having clippers used on your leg after his arm right it's so gross, now we can just throw away the razor I can go and get a fucking peanut clipper and throw them away every time. Unless you want to pay a hundred bucks each fucking time to sit down to do a tattoo, which is fucked up. Um, You know, anyways, (laughs) man, I fucking, I don't feel good. Let's do one more. We'll do one more. And then we've hit our fucking max and then I can take this and make a fucking thing out of it. (laughs) By the way, today's show is sponsored by Ink Master. You can go check out paramountplus.com to, you know, get it for free. They got the show again. What can we do? They are they're doing Ink Master again. I bet you they haven't changed. <laughs> they're going to pay us for saying that. So that's great. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Ah, oh, so much shit on here. Um, is it actually a good idea to use Saran Wrap when healing a tattoo? So, past the time no. when I actually get the tattoo, somebody walks out of the shop and they have it on it. Can I put it back on because I work a dirty job? Would this be smart for me? A lot no, of after you need a bandage. Yeah,
1: but yeah. The, just the idea, like, take the saran wrap and wrap it over your fucking face. <laughs> Are you gonna survive? <laughs> you know, like, no. Your your body needs fucking oxygen. We need <laughs> oxygen in order to. Eat
0: <laughs> oh man. That's that's so fucking good. Yeah, that's what you've heard on two dudes. Is just You're wondering if it's good aftercare. Just fucking wrap your face in it. That's fine. That would be funny yeah. with those fucking Tegaderm and stuff. It's all adhesive. Trying to get that shit off. Fucking fun. <laughs> fucking fun. Don't worry, it allows gas exchanges. Oh, not that fucking strong, evidently. So that's okay. <clears throat> uh, you got any questions in the fucking feed?
1: No, surprisingly. That's what I was hoping for i see uh
0: tj and katana in the feed hi tj hi katana mocking us well that works that's just as good as we need past that i think (laughs) we're fucking good i think we're good for today dude i think we did it we did our first one we had a bunch of people show up we peaked out of the few hundreds that's pretty cool you know the first
1: one i still have no idea what no no is (laughs) i'm gonna have to google this
0: shit later yeah yeah i don't understand this stuff either where's the where's the no no at so we've got d live tv we got no no live we got facebook we got youtube we got twitter we've got a bunch of other ones i don't even know what the fuck is going on with this but some people wanted to play paper with us some people wanted to make sure that we were doing well and other people i think wanted to see your wiener Oh, wait. Uh,
1: TJ reiterated that he wasn't mocking
0: us. Oh, thanks, TJ. I would. The fuck do we think we're doing? How are we special? We're just really smart. So,
1: we have headphones. Authority. <laughs> Isn't that like the thing? You, <laughs> when you put on headphones, you immediately become
0: somebody that knows more than somebody else. Yeah, 35% smarter than the average person. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Right? right. Neil deGrasse Tyson with headphones.
1: Right? <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson with headphones on is That's like an indestructible force in the universe. <laughs> nothing, can, nothing can take that guy
0: out. <laughs> That's why they don't have him ever wearing them when he's on TV. Turns out he's actually hard of hearing, but he put them on right. and just fucking destroyed the universe. So and luckily we live in a simulation. They were able to reboot us. That's fun. Uh Fuck it, I guess that's it, dude. Anything else you want to talk about? You got anything else going on this week? Just get ready for that Texarkana shit?
1: Yeah, pretty much, man. Just hoping uh, I get everything done for the convention.
0: Yeah. Well, how many more fucking sheets of flash do you need to get together? Jesus Christ. I think I did Um, one I
1: drew two flash sheets so far. I'll probably do two more. Then we got to get everything printed off and all that bullshit. Um,
0: Banners, etc. 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 What do I need to bring? Just my banners, my shit. Yeah, that's cool. I'm gonna make some banners. I mean,
1: if you have like merch and stuff you want to sell, you're you know more than welcome to bring it. Oh yeah, that. dude, um, we
0: should do that because we got the two dudes, one cup, right? Because we gotta print out some of those and bring them. I think that'd be fucking hilarious. Right. Still haven't watched that video. it should yet. be cool. Yeah. Um, I
1: my plan is that uh since we're gonna have such a large booth area, is that like one section will just be dedicated to Cassie selling merchandise? Oh cool. Yeah. <laughs> so Ooh. that'll be neat. Ooh. You got that. Katana says done? she's not prepared for the convention. That's all right. Yeah, I made That's the funny. candles like uh two and a half weeks ago, something like that, two weeks ago. That's cool. They're
0: amazing. That's fucking awesome. Tailored fit, your home. But you can smell like Brian. <laughs>
1: always and forever but it smells so fucking good like i literally uh just walk into the room where the candles are just to Uh, open the candle and smell it every once in a while i just put it back
0: down because it just smells so good that's so cool dude i can't i'm gonna i'll have to fucking buy one of those off you i like candles i like being (laughs) frou-frou
1: I'm a big candle fan. Um, yeah. Cassie is allergic to a lot of different like fragrances and stuff like that. Well, Maria's too. We had to we had to devise what was gonna be a candle that like I would enjoy and that she would actually enjoy that could actually be lit. you know. Yeah. but this one's just awesome. It's I don't know if I should say what it smells like. Nah, I'll fucking <laughs> rip you off. It's not
0: patented yet. Right. Hold that shit tight to the chest. So, take my proprietary blend. Yeah, we can put this up on the HSN. You know what I mean? It smells like heaven. It smells like heaven and Ireland mixed together. <laughs> heaven, Ireland, and Arkansas. <laughs> in my imagination, it smells like all the
1: best parts of the worst bars. Oh, that's fucking right, it sounds, Yeah. Right. It sounds weird to say out loud, but
0: that's pretty not much worse. it. Yeah, not the pubs. The fucking The bars. Are you saying, you know, there's a big difference there. How homey doesn't feel. So when you walk in, you're like, hmm, you know. but you It's like, like immediately relaxing. It's, oh, it's fucking good. good. Okay. So your corner, your corner pub, buck home. Everything's fantastic. You walk in, you right. see old Smitty over there, fucking drunk off his ass. Okay. <laughs> smells like Christmas time in Ireland. <clears throat> Minus the fucking... The explosives, <laughs> which I guess is something that's like healthy problematic. I mean, kind of with the explosives. <laughs> I have
1: a. Uh, I have. There's a very um phosphorus cue in the candle.
0: Oh no, shit! So yeah, that's fucking. It's fucking yeah, that's fucking, We made it with Semtex and fucking whiskey. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if you like this, get the fuck out of the room. <laughs> 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 Uh, not only can you do this to freshen up a space, but you can also put it down a hole to clear a fucking blocked wall. That's great, right? Yeah, just, <laughs> just compact it really tight. Just yeah. <laughs> fucking work that shit. Put it on your neighbor's door that's making too much sounds. Not only will you blow in the front fucking door, but you'll smell great while you're doing it. <laughs> why Can hasn't go anyone... test this theory now? That's it. I was going to be like totally, like, why hasn't anyone ever done that? But like, I'm going to make a fucking claymore, but it just sprays awesomeness out the front plus death. Might as well smell good while you're being exploded.
1: <laughs> He's just in the battlefield and it starts smelling like lavender for no reason at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the smell of death my friends yeah. the u.s government's gonna fund
1: this with like 1.8 trillion dollars now
0: oh that's great yeah as soon as you see me and brian driving around to fucking bugatti because i get 10 i got marketing <laughs> uh, you'd be like you're not getting fuck all motherfucker <laughs> uh, we're on to something I think we are on to something. We've been onto something for a while. Anyways, I think that's it. We've been going for three hours. Well, three and a quarter for you and me. So that's good. And we survived. We did survive.
1: I hope that everybody that was watching this understands that it was like a test pilot. This is <laughs> not
0: fucking do this. So the link so. I put up everywhere it doesn't fucking work. That's always a buzz. Yeah. I had a bunch of people texting me, they like, Hey, the link doesn't work. I'm like can't fix it now. <laughs> I don't even know what to do. I'm just like, oh, well, I think that I did something wrong. Well, so
1: I think Facebook will save the live video. So it will forever be on our page.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it will be. As long as I don't fucking like delete it and shit. But yeah, right. it should be fun. It'll be fun
1: anyway so i'm gonna go eat and yeah. uh, sorry i was just
0: like doing something and you started talking in the other screen versus like where you're at right now and i thought that you were talking so i was just like waiting for you to finish and that really confused me <laughs> i've had enough wine <laughs> it's time to go thank nice. you everyone for turning in if you're still out there have a good fucking day we'll be back next week do you want to start doing this at noon on sundays well i guess two I mean, on sundays for you that works for me you always just seem to have a lot going on i do I'm going to stop. Let's just do this next week. This will be fun. I'll figure out how to fucking put up a proper link. we we'll just keep us going. It'll be easy. i nice. we'll just record this, put it out of this podcast after. Okay.
1: Easy enough. All right. All right. I'm jumping it off here. Bye.
0: All right, everyone, that's it for today. Thank you very much for listening. If you did make it all the way through, it's great. Uh, Live stream was a lot of fun, even though there was a ton of hiccups. So I'm glad that we got it done and we're going to be doing more of these in the future. As always, if you like the show and you want to leave us a review, head over to your favorite podcast provider, wherever you subscribe for your podcast, leave us a review. It'd be really, really great. We're up to about 15 now and I'm going to start reading some of them out again here in the future. But for now, because it's... It's really late, actually. I'm doing this. I like, actually kind of forgot about doing the podcast this week. I was just like, do-do-do, we did a live stream. It didn't even dawn on me that I had to put one up for the week. But anyways, that's it. Um, yeah, thank you again. you guys got anything you want to talk about, leave us an email. 2 tattoos at gmail.com. Use the listener line uh, and pass that. Have a great week. We'll talk to you later. Ink Master is back for an all-new season on its new home, Paramount+. Plus. Host Joel Madden is joined by judges Nico Hurtado, Ami James, and Ryan Ashley, and guest star Dave Navarro as the Master of Chaos, as legendary artists go head-to-head for the title. Stream the new season of Ink Master now, exclusively on Paramount+. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free.